Show, Rock 106.9. Welcome to the Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9. Joined this morning, every weekday morning, by Matthew Fantone. How are you this morning? Pretty good. Uh, how Is are I'm, you? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm just, yeah. Dude, here's... I'm, yeah. uh, okay, transparency. I'll be honest. Not that this job's hard, and we're even getting one day off. We're, we're not even coming in Friday. But I woke up this morning... And the first thing that went through my brain was, what do you mean this isn't the last one we have to do? Ah, Stansberry woke up with a case of the efforts. Yeah, this I, I, I did a little bit. Okay. I did a little bit. Okay. So I, I, I will admit, not all the way focused there. Now, here's the good news. Here's the good news. We're not above bribery. <laughs> We're not above it. So uh, coming up 720, or I'm sorry, 620 this morning. I have a fifty dollars gift card, good for uh, high voltage carding out there in Medina. There you go. There you yeah, go. We'll get you, uh, you know, hooked up with that. How uh, do so? Give me the rundown. What happened last night? Uh, nothing too much going on in my life, honestly. It's all just really? Christmas preparations at this point. Um, I, uh, me and the girlfriend had to go grab some other crap last night, and still had to wrap stuff last night. And other than that, dude, I mean, it just it, it feels like at this point I'm in a holding pattern of life where it's like, dude, get me out of work, dude. I don't want to go anymore. Dude, get me out of here. I don't want it to be Christmas anymore. I just want it to, you know what I'm saying? I just want it to be the 26th. I just want all this to kind of be like, all right, we did that and it's over. So other than that, dude, nothing really going on with the tall guy. What's up? Uh, what's your story? Man, that made, uh, dude, that kind of bums me out. Why like, well, I mean, dude, you're you're a new couple, young in love, and you're, and you're not like excited about the gift exchanging. Like, you don't even, uh, dude. We are uh, we have a twenty five dollar limit on each other. Like, I mean, it's probably smart. That's that's it. Well, uh, the big thing that we do every Christmas, and the reason that we we don't, I mean, you sp- just guys, I mean, you guys just moved not that long ago. The and- reason we don't spend a lot on each other is because what we do is we uh, we take a family from the domestic violence project and we do Christmas for them so this year we had a mom and three kids to take care of so like it was a lot of buying and a lot of like Christmas shopping and a lot of like oh we gotta go do this but at the end of the day it's not for each other like we we only spend 25 bucks on each other oh okay so it's nice I mean it is but at the same time it's just like a lot of like stuff dude and I always say like to her as we're doing this we've been doing this for probably the past like two months now where we've been buying stuff and kind of putting things together is like you know, me and her, we don't, we don't have kids. We don't have a lot of responsibilities. And it's just like, dude, how do families actually do this? Because I have no like, idea. I say it all the time in the grocery store when I watch people like buy for like kids. I'm like, how the hell are you doing that? Uh, number one, I mean, you know, don't get me wrong. I bitch about not being you know paid enough a lot, but I get paid a decent amount. Like I get paid a decent salary. My girlfriend gets paid a decent salary. And we don't have kids to take care of the rest of the year. And it's still expensive to do Christmas for a family. And this is a family who very much is just like, hey, we'd like art sets. We'd like, you know, basic board games and things like that. When I was a kid, it was like, I want video games. I want Jordans. I want this. I want this. It's I want because this. you were spoiled. Well, and my parents like, you know, but I, I feel like, <laughs> but I feel like a lot of families are in that situation where it's not necessarily if you're spoiling your kids, but the kids have high expectations of like what they want and what they because what they, of the because of how, because of the quality of your daily life outside of Christmas. That's why, right? And you still have to buy those kids food throughout the year, and you have to buy them other toys throughout the year. You got to buy them clothes throughout the year and then Christmas comes up and you have to buy them all new stuff like it dude it, it boggles my mind one of the memes th- th- that is going around that always goes around around the holiday times that makes me laugh that, that, that kind of touches on that is you know when you're when your kids say you never buy me anything and you see ribbons on like like the light switch right. and- exactly <laughs> 
That's, and it's one of those things that, you know, if you're 19, you'd think that that's idiotic. But at 40, I look at it and I laugh my ass off because it's like, yeah, that's totally true. And, I, I you know, I can I can only imagine, you know, I, I like I said, I mean, I make a decent amount of money. A girl makes a decent amount of money. There's families out there that are making less money than I am, for sure. And they got three kids. See, I went the more, um, dude, I went the more... Uh, like anonymous route. Like I just found, you know, layaways and just paid something off. Like I didn't like take like a specific situation and like have to think and plan. I just was like, hey, give me a dollar amount between here and there. Yeah, random and paid. Well, I mean, you know, no matter how you do it, doing something nice for another family is always a good thing yeah. to do. But like I said, just the amount of crap that goes into Christmas, it very much has me like, all right, dude, the 26th, when is that? All right, three days, four days, five days, all right, three, you know, five days from now, it'll all be over. It'll all be like, this. it'll all be behind me. <laughs> Man, I'm glad. I don't have the stress of that. I don't. Now, I haven't done a whole lot of shop. I am going Christmas shopping on Friday. A friend of mine's coming down, and we're going to do Belden on Friday. I mean, can you imagine? I was over there yesterday. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> that sounds like a terrible decision. Dude. I was over there yesterday, and it, it made me think about what you were saying about the driving over there the other day. And, and I was like, oh, my God. I was losing my mind over there yesterday. I went over to Foxy Golf. Actually, I was all selfish yesterday. I dropped, uh, I dropped my clubs off to have them re-gripped. That's what I'm doing uh, you know, for myself for Christmas. And, uh, and actually, I was like strolling through the store, and I ended up finding a three-wood that matched my driver. It was a really good deal, and I couldn't pass it up, so I bought myself something else for Christmas. I was like, all right, man, you got to tighten this up. You can't just be like, well, it's Christmas. I'm buying everything I want. I was like, man, I got to get out of here. So, but. No, it's the uh, it's the parking lots. It's the it's uh, so bad. It's over awful, there. dude. It is. I'm, I'm terrified of it on Friday. I am. I'm terrified. I don't know what goes on in people's minds where it's like, all right, dude. It's a, the apocalypse has hit us. We're in Belden Village right now. Well, and it's been like what four of them in like the last two weeks of like road rage and you know accidents leading to shootings. Like some, I, I think it was like somewhere was it Seattle, Portland, maybe where a three year old girl got shot in the foot. Oh yeah, I saw that. Sad. Over Thanks. a road rage accident. Speaking of golf, you've mentioned Foxy uh, Foxy oh, Golfing. No, if you go to WRQK.com... Uh, oh, yeah, I did, just watched this. Did you see the ice video? I just watched Hilarious. this. Hilarious. Now, here's the Dude. thing. Yeah, there's a guy who decides it's a good idea to you know play a little winter golf, and he goes out on what looks to be like a frozen lake and tries to strike the ball. Now, it ends poorly, and I, I, I think we all kind of know where maybe that goes. That could never happen to me. Like, that would never happen to me. Why is that? All right. So, I grew up in Aurora Shores, okay? Right outside of, like, in between Twinsburg and Aurora. And... We had water next to my house. We had like the channel that filled uh, that uh, you know fed into the lake. Right, and so I grew up around water my whole life. So there was frozen water every winter, and like you know, uh, you know, my my friends and you know stuff would play hockey and stuff on it. You know, this and that. I would never do it, and it'd have to be like it would have to be. I would have to know for sure. Like they would always walk down the channel for like like a. I would never do it. The thought of. Cracked ice falling underneath it, trapped underneath and not being able to get back out of it is one of those irrational fears that I have. I don't think that's irrational at all, dude. You're walking on literally thin ice, dude. Like, like no, that doesn't I, seem irrational. I can't do it. even I today as an adult, there's no way I could do it. I would like the thought of being of dying that way 
terrifies me. And like, like I said, dude, it's irrational the fear I have of it. Well, I mean, especially when you consider, you know, chubby little Stansberry. I'm sure you were just a, not a, very coordinated, just, just a rotund nope. ball of mass that was ready to break through that ice. And uh, I mean, uh, not to be like, hey, I'm gonna ring the, the global warming alarm, but like, dude, considering it's like the hottest year on record, going out on ice seems like a terrible decision to me right now. Not doing it. Not interested. Yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah, no, I, I like the ice fishing, all that stuff. No, so we're, let me get this straight. We're gonna go out on the lake and we're gonna drill holes in the ice. And no, uh, 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 I'll, po- be, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be on land for the possibility of catching like a bluegill. <laughs> like, dude, you're out there on Lake Erie, like drilling holes in the ice. That's a great point, dude. So for let what? me get this straight. The payoff is fish I can't eat. <laughs> okay, I mean, yeah, sign me up. Let's go. So, yeah, I'm not even really uh, – dude, here's the thing. I, I asked for this help yesterday, and, okay. and I still need it because my mom, like, guilted me yesterday. She goes, so oh, it looks like you're not coming to Vegas. And I was like, no, cheapest flight I could find was too much money. And she you know, and she agreed. She was like, yeah. She's like, that's crazy. She's right. like, let's not do that. Right. You know, and, uh, but, and so this is going to make me sound like a bad person. Well, you are. I don't know if my niece <laughs> is 11 or 12, but it seems like the same – Ballpark, general vicinity, and I don't know what a twelve-year-old girl would want that I could send. Now she's a basketball freak; like she's uh, she's playing a ton of basketball, and she's pretty damn good at it. But like, what am I gonna do? I don't know what size you know size shoes to send her. I would buy her a nice pair of basketball shoes, but I don't know what size they are. Uh, some sort of like Dick's gift card or something like that. Probably not gift the worst card for idea. A kid. Yeah, but if you say like, "Hey, go pick out a pair of shoes," you know what I'm saying? Like, if if you make it specific of like, I want you it could because stupid th- uncle, you think I'm buying shoes? Well, but you know what I mean? I'm gonna buy this. I don't know. You, you got to think too for an 11 12 year old who's coming into like their own identity that is kind of cool where it's like hey it's my money i get to pick what i want with it i get to pick the shoes it's, it's not, my- not like an adult you're treating a kid like an adult which i'm sure they're gonna like right my dad's not picking out my shoes i'll pick my basketball could you shoes. imagine oh plus dude could you imagine a 40 year old man picking out shoes for his 12 year old niece right. like there's no way i'm gonna nail like the cool factor of it right yeah you're gonna totally get it wrong i'm so- gonna swig and whip for I- sure on that i would think i would think you know maybe like some sort I of gotta wanna do, i gotta want to do that just to be funny some sort of gift card and maybe if you just like give her that like that note of like hey i want you to buy a pair of basketball shoes i know you got a big season coming up i you know blah 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 maybe you know i recommend the Kyrie's or something like that that would i don't know it'd be kind of cool oh, we should get her on uh, i'm sure my brother has her on the path to be a Cavs fan he's well, a huge Cavs and that's what i was gonna say too is Cavs and, and Cavs swag would make all the sense in the world dude if you got her like a championship hat or something like that that would be cool that would be cool. All right. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. But I can't. I, I I just. There have been years where I have not sent something to my niece for Christmas Ew. because because financially I wasn't able to do it. But I was like, dude, I just bought a hundred dollar three wood yesterday. Obviously, I yeah. have money to send my yeah. niece something. Like I will feel like a dick if I don't do this. Now here's the thing. I'm lazy. And so I'm lazy. So like, here's what can happen with a guy like me. I can have the present, not send it till March and be like, well, you know, birthday in April. Just send a gift card, dude. I'm, t- I'm totally one of those. Is that right? Gift yeah. card? Yeah, dude. You could do it online. I'm sure you can do it all online. You don't even have to go buy a gift card. Yeah, dude. That's what's great about corporate America, man. <laughs> that's what's great about them. Dude, you want to take out every bit of what Christmas is about and just, you know, handle the financials? PayPal and Dicks.com will totally help make it possible. 
All right, we do have a gift card good for out at High Voltage Indoor Carding out in Medina. Good for up to uh, 50 bucks. Uh, call or 10 right now at 1 800 243 7625. We'll get you hooked up with that and be right back with more show. Hang on. 1069. Welcome back to the Stansbury Show on Rock 1069. Online at wrqk.com. If you head over there, we're going to get into this story a little later, around 7 o'clock, but there's a video of a security guard at, at a sporting event that you're going to want to see. Like I said, we're going to get into the story around 7 o'clock, but I can't believe this guy didn't think he was going to be filmed while doing that. But you can check it out, WRQK.com. So with the holiday on Sunday, and uh, I said it that way because uh, according to this article that I'm reading, at the New York Times, there is uh, well, there's a war on Christmas. Oh, now, oh, I, I've told the story a couple of times. I am inclined to think Christmas when I think of December 25th, and that's the word that I associate with that holiday. And my instinct, a lot of times, is to say Christmas. But going all the way back to when I was like, I mean, God, this is like, well, 20 years ago, and I was working for my buddy's dad in Solon. And it was retail, and so you were dealing with the public, and he had kind of said to me, he was like, look, man, like, given some of the people who shop here and, you know, some of the demographics here, he's like, I would prefer it if you went with a happy holidays type thing as to not upset anybody. And honestly, I didn't even totally grab, I was like, what? What?" And he's like, well... And he kind of like laid it out for me because I was always like, what do you mean my holiday's offensive? I was like, you know, it's Christmas, you know, like I didn't think anything of it. I was just like, dude, everybody gets free stuff. What do you mean? It's offensive. What he was implying is that you that you're working in a heavily really Jewish, Jewish area. area. OK, right. yeah, I was in Solon. And so like that's kind of the you know, that, that was the perception of the area. And it was a reality. And yeah, I was going to say not even a perception. So it's a reality, you know, and so it was one of those things. And so he as a smart businessman, he was kind of like, hey, man, let's, you know, let's kind of, you know, be inclusive or whatever. And I was raised by a minister. My dad, you know, we we were a Christmas household. You know, we obviously said, you know, Christmas in our household. But And I've kind of talked about it, like, how I don't feel like my father would be, like, up on his hill about a war on his holiday and his Christmas because people want to include everybody else. And I don't understand why... I don't understand why keeping, like, a decent, warm-hearted sentiment... For the situation isn't enough. Like, why does it have to be your exact thing? You include, you start including other people into this thing, and it, it makes you think like it's a war on yours. No, it's not. It's not. It's just a. It's us saying they're the way you celebrate whatever holiday it should be. That's it. There's no war on Christmas. It, they they used a blanket. We've moved to a blanket word for it to not highlight anybody's as to not put somebody else on a higher shelf than the other holiday. It's not a war. It's leveling the playing field. Right? I guess the argument there is that, you know, well, if it's enough to be concerned that, you know, in an area that's a heavily Jewish populated area that you don't want to say something like that. America, you know, is 70% Christian, self-identifying as Christian. So it's like, you know, and people who are used to privilege feel like equality is oppression. 
Like so when you start when you when you start when you start putting things on a level playing field, it to people who are used to being a, a step ahead, that does feel like you're bringing me back, you're holding me down. Now maybe I'm oblivious. But you could have just moved this all into happy holidays and I would have never I would have never thought about it. Like I guess that's my point is I wouldn't have been like they're not saying Christmas and I like it wouldn't have it wouldn't have set off an alarm for me. Well, like, like the country could have moved to happy holidays there could have been no discussion about it and it wouldn't have been a head scratcher for me. I like how it has turned into like well, we're going to make you say Merry Christmas now. And it's like, no, you're not. <laughs> like, no, no, you're not. I mean, no, you're not. If I choose to say, if at the end of my transaction at Target, if the lady says to me, hey, have a great day. Right. You know what I'm saying? That doesn't mean you're oppressing Christmas. Like, you can. No, and I say now to people, like, people in stores and stuff, when you're, you know, when you're checking out, I, may, I say holiday, though, because you don't know who somebody is. Like, Fox News was all upset about Obama's Christmas card. Says, you know, Obama's holiday card, and that's the way they wrote it. Obama's holiday card doesn't mention Christmas for the eighth year. It just says happy holidays. Well, isn't that... I don't know. That's the America I want to live in. I mean, dude, as somebody who is 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 a, a pretty, uh, what do I want to say, self-professed liberal here, I say Merry Christmas to people on a regular basis. Like, I'm not afraid of that. I'm not like, oh, dude, uh-oh. I mean, at the end of the day, when I'm when I'm checking out at Target, I mean, the girl has like Christmas ears or Christmas reindeer ears on, and there's a big sign that says three days left until Christmas, and like, so I don't, I don't, I don't know that you know whether you say Happy Holidays or Merry Christmas or dude, start saying Happy Hanukkah to people. I don't, I, I just don't know if any of it really matters when like, I know a buddy who works at a Christmas station right now, and somebody complained to him that a part of their imaging package says Happy Holidays instead of Merry. Christmas and he's like bitch we're playing Christmas songs like it is the Christmas station well not only that but like you throw New Year's Eve in with that well that's the thing which is a holiday and this song that we're listening to happy holidays dude this is a Christmas staple it's what's he implying is he implying a war on Christmas or is he implying Merry Christmas Happy New Year right how do you know when I say happy holidays I don't mean Merry Christmas New Year or Merry Christmas Happy New Year right of course you do and of course the 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 like, of course, first of all, why do we care what Obama's holiday card is doing at all? Why do we, why, 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 you know what I mean? That's one of those going through the motions, spinning the cycles, like playing the game type things. That doesn't really matter at all. But if you're going to send one out, he can't be like, hey, Merry Christmas. And everybody else that doesn't take part of Christmas, go F yourself. That can't be the way that goes. You got to know that. That's not a war on your holiday. It's just it's acknowledging the fact that there are people that don't recognize this holiday or this time of year as Christmas. That's all it is. It's not a war on you. It's just recognizing that there are other ways of thought. But I guess, yeah, a lot of people don't like admitting that, right? <laughs> that people feel differently from them. Why is it always like the super religious people that don't want to be inclusive of other people? That feels very anti-Jesus to me. I don't know. I never met the man. You know what I mean? But I hear he was, you know, I hear he was out to do some good things. I hear he was on the way to, like, leveling the playing field for everybody. And then, you know, you all got tired of it and hung him on the cross. I feel like Jesus would have been cool with Obama's holiday card. I could be wrong. I don't, like I said, never met the guy. Don't know. 
Jesus, probably be cool with Syrian refugees too, but I don't know. Ah, well, let's. I mean, let's back up. I, I don't, I don't you know, know what I mean? Let's back. I mean, I we, don't know. you know, let, well, let's baby step it. Let's baby step it. It's the holiday season. We're on Christmas. By the way, they, we've actually had to spend money on this now as a country. Like we've spent hundreds of millions of dollars investigating whether or not there's a war on Christmas. You know what they came up with? What was that? There is absolutely no substantial evidence to support the fact that there is a war on Christmas at all. None. None. We spent hundreds of millions of dollars on that and no info to support that there's a war on Christmas. There isn't. Nobody's, nobody's attacking your holiday. I can't wait to go get Starbucks later. I'm going to get that Christmas cup. I'm going to tell them my name's Merry Christmas. They're going to have to say Merry Christmas at Starbucks. Suck on that, liberals. I always love that. We're going to boycott this place by going there and then making them do it our way. The CEO of Starbucks is just still sitting back laughing, folding $100 bills over in his wallet. Buy some Christmas blend while you're there. Right. Somebody bring a Starbucks. That'd be a cool gift. Um, dude, and, and let's be real about this concept of ha- happy holidays. I mean, these are the same people who, uh, six weeks ago, oh, dude, what do you need a safe space? The words hurt. Oh, dude, you're so PC. You're, you're right so about PC. That. It's weird. Man. That's weird. So, dude, it, do words hurt? Do you need a safe space from happy holidays? Are you offended? I just don't. I, I don't get it. Like, I think that... It, if I spent some time on it, could I find there being bias against Christianity in this country? Yes, I know I could. Like there is against all religion. I could find it. I know I could. But this doesn't feel like that to me. I don't get it. It's just, you know what it is? It's just trying to make sure there's less fighting. That there's less arguing. And really what you've done now is you're arguing over the fact that nobody's arguing anymore. It's crazy. Not a war. Hundreds of million dollars spent because you got your feelings hurt and they came up with no substantial evidence to prove that there's any war on Christmas at all, ever, in the history of the world. I'm going to start saying happy Kwanzaa. What's up, white people? Ironically, I don't think it's the white people who would have a problem with you doing that. We'll be right back with more Stan's Ray Show. Hang on. Tone from the Stansberry Show. And if you're ready to say bah humbug when it comes to your holiday shopping, uh, don't worry. AT&T, they are going to hook you up with free presents. I'm talking about the ZTE, Maven 2 smartphone from GoPhone from AT&T Prepaid. That's right. Free Christmas presents, man. That's what I'm talking about. And it could be yours. All you got to do is stop by your local AT&T store. And listen, not only are you going to get hooked up with a free ZTE Maven 2 smartphone, with AT&T GoPhone, you don't have to worry about annual contracts. You don't have to worry about credit checks because they don't do those things. So instead of stressing out and fighting the crowds in Belden Village, you'd stop by your local AT&T store and get all the details. But you don't want to wait too long. Number one, Christmas is next week. Number two, this deal's not going to last forever. So stop stressing out about that Christmas list and get yourself a free smartphone today. AT&T, mobilizing your world. Offer ends 1231.16. Online at select locations only. Requires new line of service and minimum $30 payment. 4G LTE not available everywhere. Taxes, fees, coverage, and other restrictions apply. Details at AT&T.com slash GoPhone. Canton's Rock Station. Rock 1069. Welcome back to the Sansbury Show on Rock 106.9. Coming up at 7.20, we'll get you hooked up with an eight-pack of tickets for the Canton Charge. Now, here's the good thing on those. They're vouchers. You don't yeah. have to use them in any one particular game. You can break them up how you want. There's just you know eight tickets for you. 
Uh, you can pick up tickets for the Can't Charge games at the Civic Center uh, box office or at cantcharge.com. But like I said, 720 will get checked up with an 8-pack. I, uh, I know the Chargers playing a week from tonight at the Civic Center, the 28th. It will be championship uh, Cavs fleece throw night. So you'll get Jeez. all your Cavs blanket. Is that right? Yeah. And, uh, dude, uh, I haven't seen a championship blanket anywhere else. Um... You being an employee over there, I'm going to need you to snag me one of those. See what I can do. Yeah, he always says that. And then, <laughs> and then, and then, you know, the next day comes and it was like, well, apparently you can't do anything. Can't do much. Can't That's why you got to get tickets, dude. That's why you got to go to CantonCharge.com. That's why you got to go to Canton Civic Center box office. Buy yourself some tickets. Start eight bucks. Did you just tell me to buy tickets to the Canton Charge game? What kind of friend are you? <laughs> Stansberry, congratulations. You're calling number 10. You won an eight-pack of tickets. No, I think I got eight bucks. I think I got it. So we'll give you those 720. Uh, so before the break, we were talking about the war on Christmas or the perceived war on Christmas. You know, and uh, our, uh, our very dedicated listener, Kelly, wrote in. She's like, I work in a completely uh, Jewish nursing home. Yeah. She's like, I tell my coworkers who I know are, are not Jewish Merry Christmas. And I say it in front of you know the people who were there. Um, you know, inside, you know, the nursing home. And she was like, no one of them get offended. And she's like, they're all really old and they don't get offended. And I thought I was like, well, yeah, absolutely. I was like, older people are tougher. Like, this is like, dude, this, this I'm really offended thing is it, it is. It's a newer thing. This all goes back to people are saying, oh, I'm really offended. Or there's people who it's are really offended. Out. Yeah, nobody's offended. Nobody cares. Say Merry Christmas. Say Happy Holidays. Say whatever the hell you want to. Don't say anything. Just say goodbye. Just say see you later. I, I Thanks get- for coming. I guess what I've always been focused on is that if a stranger says something to me, which, you know what I mean? If, if, and you say, like, Merry Christmas or Happy Holidays to me, what it is is, like, it's like the God bless you thing. Like, I'm not necessarily a believer, but the sentiment is you have well wishes for me, and, I'm, and I can live with that. Right, like I don't. We don't have to. Go, I, we don't have to be on the same level of what the statement is. The statement is it comes from a place of you wishing me and mine well, and that's enough for me. We don't have to agree on what the thing is. You, you're just you're being decent, and I and I'm good with that. I guess. Right. I said it four times. I guess. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's no other way to say that. Saturday, December twenty fourth. That's when Hanukkah starts, dude. I'm gonna start dropping happy Hanukkahs on people. I am. I'm just going to start throwing that right. into well, the Well, when you learn to spell it, I feel like then you can, you can, start, <laughs> you can start doing that. Uh, Twitter's asking if we have an update on the missing elves from the building. Somebody stole the elves. And it, oh, became, yeah. and it became like a whole thing. And like um, like another co-worker of ours, co-worker of ours, uh, wrote it, like an email. It was like, I'm sure, and like included our boss's name, would agree that these need to be returned. And it was like, Jesus. Got a little on hand. I have heard that they have found their way back home, and we were let off the hook. I made sure I was in—I was actually in a meeting yesterday with both our bosses at the same time, which is the first time that's happened in like two years. But I was like in a meeting with them both at the same time, and it got brought up. And I said, "I'm glad you brought this up." I was like, "I never thought of it." I was like, "But Fantone this morning was like, you know, we're going to get blamed for this." Of course we are. And Mark looked at me. He was like, "Well, I mean, he was like, guys, he was like, it's somebody that." thought it would be funny to steal the elves he was like you guys are kind of the i was like i don't think why because we work at the rock station where those guys i don't think we're those guys at all but anyway well uh, it didn't, but he said he was like no we feel like we kind of know what happened 
And, uh, I mean, they went to, like, the Zabruder film. Like, they went to the cameras. I mean, let's talk about the priorities of what we have going on in our lives right now, people. All right. Like, dude, you this be is- careful. I know the boss isn't here today, but, like, like <laughs> I mean, we, he has iHeartRadio, I bet. A multi-billion dollar uh, company that we work for. See? And in this, in, this, in this building alone, we are a multi-million dollar booking <laughs> establishment. I think that's you estimating that. I don't think that that's actually true. And, and, and we are, and we are, and we are going to spend our time at the end of the year as we're looking at like all right uh, we well, everybody's take, checked out well, this time we, of yeah, year but should we be should we be so checked out that we are checking the goddamn tapes oh. for who stole oh. the elves like look at the leftist liberal fighting for the for, for you know the for the for the for the working man to work harder all i'm saying is dude as we sit here and if we if we miss anything if we miss budget if we miss web hits if we miss ratings goals i'm gonna look back on this day and i'm gonna say you know what maybe instead of worrying about the elves Maybe we should have been worried about work. Did you not hear me tell you that the boss has high heart radio? Did you not? Did you like miss it? Jeez. The elves are back. They're in the break room right now. Two of the elves, the ones that went missing, I guess, are now in a marshmallow snowball fight with two other elves that somebody else brought in. God, I'm dumb. I looked at that and I was like, what is that scenery? And I did. I never even thought snowball fight. So, so not only, not only did we go check the tape to see who stole the elves, we spent time of our working day yesterday making a marshmallow snowball fight. All right, well, Stressing me out, bro. I would love to knock somebody for that, but I left 10 minutes before the show was actually supposed to be over yesterday. Leaving an hour today. <laughs> Sounds like we're starting a little late too, right? All right. We have videotape online for you at WRQK.com of a security guard at a sporting event that... <laughs> Honestly, man, I can't believe what I what I what, I can't believe what I was watching this guy do. Can't believe what I saw. We'll get into that next on the Sansbury Show. Go six nine. Welcome back to the program. We're gonna get you hooked up with the Canton Charge eight pack here in just a few minutes. One 7625 The number you'll need for those. Coming up at eight o'clock. The new trend hitting the NFL. We'll give you that. The Browns wins? No, 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 no. No. Let's not get carried away. Okay. Thought maybe. Well, this next story we have is a little NFL related as well. Uh, Yeah, football! But before we get all the way there, we've talked plenty of times about how many jobs you've had as an adult. And it's been quite a few, right? Uh, yeah, I think the last list I made, uh, 35, I want to say. Dear God. Yeah, which is ridiculous. So you can consider I've been working for like 16 years. I mean, that's that's it's obscene. Now, a big part of that is 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 that I've had multiple jobs at one time, you know, working like two or three jobs okay. at a time. And you also work at restaurants where you kind of come and go in, the, in, yeah. in those things, especially when you're a little bit younger. Yeah, and I mean, you know, and, and radio very much a job that's not exactly stable. And you throw, no, 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 not at all. You throw radio and restaurants together, and yeah, that kind of adds yeah, to I can a, see how, to, yeah. You, you can add, put up numbers pretty quick there. Um, you, I would imagine, have been fired for, just knowing you as a person, I would imagine you have been fired for some pretty um, 
let's call them elaborate things. I, not I can I can think of like two times I've been fired in my in my in my ten years of working, and and I mean I've quit on some fu's before, but I can only think of like two different instances. Well, I know one of the times you were fired. Now we don't have to get into the details of it, but that was definitely like yeah, probably shouldn't have been doing that. Yeah, probably shouldn't have been doing that. Yeah, and dude, at, at the end of the day, yeah, I mean I, I've definitely done things that uh, that deserve me being uh, taken from my post. Oh yeah, you probably just didn't get you know get caught doing them. There are a million ways to get fired, right? Don't show up for a couple of days on end. Of course. Continuously show up late. Right. You know, uh, be disrespectful to your boss. Underperform. And there's a, and there's a million reasons why you should be fired. And those, and, you know, honestly, I feel I like, should probably be writing these down. I feel like with most firings, you got to put it on yourself. It sucks when you get laid off. It sucks when you get yeah, let yeah, go. Yeah. But if you get fired, I would say most of the time you probably deserved it. Yeah, if you're going to be honest with yourself on the drive home, you probably look over the, like the last nine months of working. You probably be like, "Yeah, well, I did that, and I probably shouldn't have done that. Maybe had I not done that." Plenty of little steps along the way where it's you know you show up late, and then the next day, the next week, you really don't care about. You leave a little early, and you yeah, who cares if this doesn't get done? Who cares if this report right. doesn't get done? And it's just you know it's small little breaks in the dam, and eventually just poof, now the unemployment line. Certain times in life, there are just clear cut cases of yeah, you should be fired. Yeah. Okay. And and we'll all agree. And we have video of one of these times. And it's up right now for you at WRQK.com. Now, I'll tell you before you go there and watch it that some people, not all, but some people may consider what they see to be graphic in nature. I, I, listen, I totally, I mean, it, 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 in my opinion, that is totally graphic in nature. I, when, and when I watched that video, I was like, oh, my God, dude. Like, honestly. When I saw this story break out a little bit yesterday, I was convinced I was being, like, tricked. I thought right. this, was, this was, like, the kicker.com or, right. like, one of those fake sports sites that was, like, luring me in and making me watch. We can make fat, dumb Americans believe this. But this is a real thing. This has really happened. And an NFL security guard, while working during the game, there's video of him masturbating on the sideline like right by the cheerleaders like he, what he's doing is is like he's staring at the cheerleaders can't take it anymore and then well he well he's cranking on right there in the stadium Qualcomm Stadium San Diego the name of the the name of the security company that employed this guy so clearly elite security <laughs> yeah well it well it looks like it now and i don't know if all serial masturbators have a look but if they do i feel like they would look like this guy now there's a little bit of what do i always say about these kind of stories when you see the video or you see a picture of somebody and you know what they did it, you then you it changes how you feel about it you're like yep well they look like they would do that but he looks like a serial masturbator, does he not? Yeah, I'm watching the video right now. He's got his hand in his right pocket. And, and he's got his other hand, like, over it. Yeah, like he's, like, holding his wrist. And then, like, he's, like, in the pocket, and he's kind of like, you know, you know. I mean. Well, it looks like he's doing the the hand over, pulling it down towards the right there. Towards the knee. Yeah, down towards the knee. Now, See, now, if he was a, a player, not a security guard, he wouldn't even have to pull it towards the knee. <laughs> It'd already be down there. He'd have to, we'd be going more towards the ankle. 
I can't tell if these are like swishy pants, kind of. Like I can't imagine. I would imagine NFL security, like a security guard on the sideline. I would imagine those are like black slacks, like dickies, kind of. Like work yeah, pants, maybe something like that. I wonder if there's a hole cut in that pocket. I wonder if this was like I intended on doing this. I'm a serial masturbator. I do this all the time. Or was this truly? I'm standing so close to the Chargers cheerleaders. I'm just going to make a terrible I mean, decision. Towards the end of this video, we have he's like flat out staring at them, mouth open. Yeah. Like, gawking at them. I can't believe one of them didn't stop this. Like, it, it, it seems very obvious. I mean, they're within, like, five feet of this guy. They're close. Are you paying attention to them? Are you even thinking about that? I mean, dude, there you are. You're a legitimate 10. You're standing on the sideline of an NFL game. You got 60,000 people looking at you. All you're trying to figure out is how you break up Philip Rivers' marriage and bang him so you can stop being a cheerleader. I don't think you're paying attention to the security guard. But they're, like, looking at him. They're facing the field. He's standing in between what looks like the sideline and the cheerleader. So they're, like, looking at him. I don't think you could not notice that. I don't think... I don't think... I mean, he's clearly doing it. Like, there's no denying it. There's... There's no, like, it wasn't quick enough to be like, oh, dude, I was scratching my balls. Leave me alone. Right. You know, like, I got caught on camera. Because we've all been there. Right, of course, of course. But, I mean, this is this is a minute-long video of him just pulling on it, dude. What I don't understand is, does he not know? Like, does he not understand that other, like, women will know what you're doing, too, but other men are going to be able to look at you and be like, bro, yeah. like, I know you think you're being slick with that, but you're not. I mean, there's no denying what it is he's doing. There's no plausible deniability in the video at all. And again, you can see it, WRQK.com. You can't even, all oh, scratching or anything like that. I mean, the guy has an erection. There's no denying that. I mean, look, here's the thing. I have been in the presence of some beautiful women. And I've seen women where it's been like, oh my god, dude. I'd look at how hot that jig is. I'd give anything in the world to go to bed with her. But I've never seen anybody so hot where it's like, you know what? I gotta masturbate right now. Like, I can't wait until I get home. No, of, of course not. Or at least until I get to a private moment, dude. Not even like... Not I mean, even- there's been times where it's like, on the ride home, I've thought about it. Like not even, and, and that's the thing too is is like it's not like this was in a seat where maybe you could discreetly you could put your coat over something you could do. And I'm not saying listen, here's tips on how to masturbate in in Brown Stadium. Well, I don't think anybody's going to catch you there. <laughs> Probably not, dude. You're sitting there by you yourself. You go up in the 300 section of uh, First Energy. I bet you're all alone. But I mean, this dude is standing there looking at, at, on the field. It's like, dude, that's where point of view is at. Like. And again, you're masturbating because of how beautiful the cheerleaders are. Did you think you were the only straight male in that stadium to find those girls attractive? That's where dudes are going to look. If there's not action on the field, where are guys going to look? They're going to look at the cheerleaders or the beer dude. And let's be real, um, and, and, and you see it in this video, there are multiple professional photographers within feet of this guy. There's a guy that walks by with a giant-ass camera. It's 2016. There are for- literally cameras everywhere. I was going to say, forget about the 60,000 iPhones in the, you know God. what I mean? Wow. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, dude, you know, Chargers cheerleaders, great looking. You Like you said, they're certified dimes. I mean, it's certainly you, you you throw it in the spank bank and you're like, damn, dude, you know. But, I mean, you just can't start, you can't start masturbating. You so, can't do it. 
Has to file as a sex offender from here on out, I would imagine, right? Hopefully. I mean, do you were masturbating in front of kids? Hopefully. I mean, that's that's where they're going to throw the book at you, dude. I mean, there are kids there. Like, you can't... Uh, I, I mean, obviously, this guy's going to try to fight it any way he can. The, maybe the fact that he didn't have his penis out will have something to, you know. But yes, dude, this dude needs the book thrown at him uh, firmly. It's like, I just, again, did he not think, like, everybody knows what those motions are. It's like when you try to pull a wedgie out of your ass when you just, like, take, when, when you take one leg and, like, take one long stride. Like, that's, like, the longest step you've ever taken in your life. Everybody in Giant Eagle knows what you're doing. Everybody knows what you're doing. Do you think this dude intended to or did he climax like i don't think i could make myself regardless <laughs> i mean that's what i love about us we ask the hard-hitting question regardless how much i wanted to i don't think i could climax in that moment pulling it through my pants in front of sixty thousand. people you know what i'm saying i don't think i could do that well regardless. that's the difference between your generation and mine we have work ethic i'd have got it all the way there did i can get there with my hands above the board yeah that's talent All right, Cam Charge, I'm sorry about putting you right next to that. Sorry, sorry guys. <laughs> sorry, guys. Sorry. But we do have an eight-pack of tickets for the Cam Charge for your Sansbury Show stocking stuffer at 720 this morning. So let's uh, let's do this right now. We'll take all our 20, 1-800-243-7625, and we will continue the program next. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Sansbury Show on Rock 106.9. Coming up at 8 o'clock, we'll get you clued in to what the new trend in the NFL looks like it's going to be. Get into that around 8 o'clock. Also at 820, a $50 gift card, good for sluggers and putters. Pass that out. Step to end of the year, dude. I'm telling you right now. There are worse titles to get. Derek, you really do love me. You'd be like, no, I don't. I hate that kid. Stupid Ethan. I, uh, if, if somebody in the audience could be nice enough to message me in some fashion and let me know do I need a separate app for Uber Eats or is it somewhere in my I, like that's how hungry I am right now like I, I honestly like dude I feel like if I don't order food like we're like the show's not gonna finish I forgot to eat breakfast this morning and I'm like well we all know how I we all know how I get blood sugars a little low stands very getting a little hangry Ugh. I hate that kind of terminology that's a good description of it though Okay, doesn't mean I have to like it. I was hesitant when I prepped this because I'm not sure everybody knows who Lena Dunham is. She's one of those people, she's very famous in her circle, but outside, I, I don't think she's penetrated most people's like awareness. A big part of that problem is her show's on HBO, right? Yeah. So when you're on HBO, you do kind of cut yourself off a little bit there of, of, of mainstream. Oh, yeah, 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 you definitely will. Um, she created this show on HBO. It's called Girls. And I've never really... I've seen like one and a half episodes of it. I find Lena Dunham to be really, really annoying. And uh, she's one of these people that I would uh, imagine uh, refers to herself as like an ultra feminist. Like she's definitely one of these, uh, you know, th- these women out there right now that are like, dude, my, what I, I'm like the, the worst person ever. 40 straight, white, male. I've ruined her life. I have made Lena Dunham's life a living hell. I mean, that's her whole dialogue. 
And so I find her to be obviously a little annoying, right? As I feel as if uh, she's constantly attacking me. And so I find her to be a little annoying. And she stepped in it by doing a podcast. And she has her own podcast. And uh, I believe it's Women of the Hour is the name of her podcast. And she was telling a story about a few years back, she had visited a Planned Parenthood in Texas. And while she was there, another girl, woman, I don't know the age of the person, uh, but when you're talking about Lena Dunham, all the other ultra-feminists get their rabbit ears up and like, oh my God, you better say the right thing. But another female at the clinic had asked her to join a project where women share their stories of having an abortion. And Lena Dunham went on to say on her podcast this. I sort of jumped. I haven't had an abortion, I told her. I wanted to make it really clear to her that as much as I was going out and fighting for other women's options, I myself had never had an abortion. It was then, Dunham goes on to say, she realized even I, the woman who cares as much as anybody about a woman's right to choose, felt it was important that people know I was unblemished in this department. She added, I can now say that I still haven't had an abortion, but I wish I had. Now, obviously, this is one of those subjects, abortion, that gets people foaming at the mouth at one another. And I understand it. I do understand why. There are a lot of things I don't understand why you know, people get divided on. This one I totally get. I get it. I feel like everybody's point of view is at least valid to be heard on this issue. I get it. I understand why people get upset about it. But she had to have known that even the leftist people, even ultra liberals, were going to hear this and go, what are you doing? What is the matter with her? Um, I guess the way that, that, that I can kind of see this, and, I, and not to like make an excuse for what she said, but uh, going through an experience obviously gives you a different perspective on an experience. And having lived through something can give you right. a, a different viewpoint. I hear that. I hear that. But so, my problem with that is, is that we're talking about abortion. And as a woman who has spent a lot of her time, and she has a lot of her time and a lot of her money and a lot of her influence on helping women who have gone through this, I would have thought by now you would have picked up from enough of those women that this isn't something that you dip your toes in, that this isn't something that you take lightheartedly, and that every woman that has made that decision has agonized over it. Um, I don't know if that's necessarily true. I would think that the bulk of the women that have had an abortion have agonized over that decision. I think some of the women probably just decided, hey, I'm not ready to do this, and it wasn't an agonizing decision. I would, I would, I, I, I'm inclined to believe that that's wrong. I, I, are there people out there where that's true? Yes. Uh, there, there's been too many of the operations for that not to be true in certain cases. I think what you're doing is you're taking a very small portion of that population of people and making it the rule. And I don't think that that is. I mean, what about people who have had, you know, if, if it was such an agonizing decision, then nobody would have multiple abortions. Right. But there's plenty of people. Who well, have. like I said, I think you're taking a multi. I, I think you're taking a very small section of this group of people and making it the rule just because it has happened. And I don't think that that's fair to do. Why do you feel like it's an agonizing because I decision? because I have known plenty of women who have done it and they are all affected negatively because of it. And they were all and it was an agonizing decision while they were making it. And I've been consulted on it a few times with people in my life. And I've seen people close to me go through this. 
close to me. What do you think is? I mean, like, what do you think at its core is agonizing there? The fact that you're that you're you're terminating the pregnancy, the fact that you're going through the medical procedure, the, like, what is it? Yes, that's so, both things there. Yes. So I I, I also think you, you're going to agonize over how people are going to view you differently for the rest of your life if they find out that you've done it. That's guess, an agonizing decision to make. I, I guess that's the that's the point that she's trying to make is that these things shouldn't be agonizing in the sense of as long as if you're a person who doesn't feel that this is like murder or that doesn't feel like this is the, the termination of a life that having a medical procedure shouldn't be something that you agonize over. Uh, I disagree. But I think that's the point she's trying to make. I, I, that's fine. She's, and that's why I'm talking about it because she's wrong. She's wrong. This is one of those things where, you know, you, you know what her, her saying this, you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of that stupid internet saying that was popular two years ago. You're doing it wrong. Lena Dunham, you're doing it wrong. This isn't the right way to go about what it is you're saying. I'm on the same side as the, uh, of this issue as she is, and I'm saying she's wrong. This isn't the way we get it. This isn't the way we get our message. This isn't the way we get what we want. This isn't the way we make the other side that doesn't agree with us quiet down and, and accept our point of view. That's not the way you do it. This is only the way to energize them and ramp them up, and you create it harder. You stepped in it. You made it worse. Of course you did, because you're one of these younger people that think you have the whole world figured out, Lena Dunham, and HBO gave you a ton of money because you have a... T- terrible point of view towards the world and it's popular these days you did it wrong you're an idiot this isn't the way to get what you want lena it's not i know you think it is but you don't know what you're doing women took to twitter and are eviscerating her over this and they should be one of them said you should never be able to brag about having an abortion it's sad that you think that this would make you authentically more pro-choice and of course that's the right view this isn't going to make you any more authentic about it Another one says, an abortion is not something you should get to have. It's an awful experience. One shouldn't wish for one like it's a gift from Santa. Another person says here, I can't imagine how offensive Lena Dunham's comments are to women who actually had to go through abortions. And I would agree. And that's my point, is that you spent all that time with women who have done this, and you're fighting for them, and you haven't picked up from any one of them that this isn't something to take like that way or to think that way about? So do you really care about these women? Because how were you able to spend that much time with them and not pick that up from them? I think it's interesting to note that earlier in the week, a study came out from the University of California talking about how women who have gone, gone undergone abortions have no more mental, you know, depression or anything like that later in life. That's after the fact. And I and, and I could and I'll concede that and I can see how maybe that's possible. But leading up to it, that is a it, it's a decision that you have to make. And it's not something that I think most people that do it. I don't think most people take it lightly. I think that's what the other side wants us to tell us so that we consider it to be baby murder. I don't think it's one of those things people just carelessly do. A, because like I said, I've been consulted by plenty of women who have gone in and ended up making this decision, and I talk about this all the time. One of my best friends in the entire world works at a Planned Parenthood. I have a little bit more access into this than most people do. This is not, it's not one of those decisions. No, it's not, dude, the other side wants us thinking chicks are in the parking lot of Planned Parenthood, beer bonging, can't wait to get back to partying. That's not what it is. It's not. And Lena Dunham, you're doing it wrong. You are doing it wrong. You're an idiot. We'll be right back with more Stansberry Show. Hang on. Fuck 106.9. Welcome back to the program. Around 8.20 this morning, we'll get you hooked up with a $50 gift card. Good for out at Sluggers and Putters. You know what that buys you? What's a that? kid-free day. <laughs> Drop you off. We'll pick you up in a couple hours. Go have a margarita down the street. Take a deep breath. 
Think about your 20s. See, 50 bucks of sluggers and putters goes a long way. You didn't think about it like that, did you? Money you think well about batting cages. I'm, t- I'm talking about you know peace of mind here. Can't put a price on that. Can't do it. So I asked about Uber Eats, and uh, so I, I've been informed via the audience that it is. It's a separate app. You can't just like pull up your Uber app, which I find to be a little weird. And um, so I downloaded it. And I was like, all right, well, let's download the Uber Eats. Let's see if I can get something delivered here. And I was, you know, I figured I'd buy us both breakfast. And uh, not quite up and operational in Canton as of yet. But they have they have a thing. They're like, press this button if you want to request your city to be added to the list. I was like, damn right I do. Sign this petition. <laughs> if it means Big Macs get delivered, I'm I'm down. I'm surprised it's not just a part of Uber. Like, why not just make those dudes delivery guys as well? You know what I mean? I know Amazon and was talking to one of those. I don't know if it was Lyft or Uber, but they were kind of like, you know, everybody, all those new age tech companies that are making life easier are all trying to team up with one another so you can, you know, get things delivered in six minutes. Which is great. I'm not bitching. I really like convenience a great deal. I also asked for some help on what to get my 12-year-old niece for uh, for Christmas. And somebody said, you know, if you want to be Uncle of the Year, get her two Hatchimals. And I'll be honest, I've heard of these on the news, but I don't know. I don't know what a Hatchimal is. Like, I don't like, is it something, is it like one of these toys where you buy for kids and they have to keep it alive in some way? I think sort of, I think there's, there's like heartbeats a, or like you got to feed it every two hours. There's something like that, right? You buy it and it's an egg and it eventually hatches and you don't know what kind of animal or ha- or Hatchimal or whatever it's, it's going to be. You don't inside. know what it's going to be until it opens. Could be like a bird, could be like a cow, I think. I mean, I could be, I, I, I mean, I'm just putting together, like you said, what I saw on the news and you're really taking a stretch there because 11 12 is a weird age where like if you start buying toys dude you could totally f that up and be like uncle dan i'm not a baby i'm not you're so dumb you live on the other side of the country you don't know anything about anything you're right but the problem is that's going to be in a text message and i won't read it all (laughs) well but with that dude i think i think going i think going with something that you know she's interested in as opposed to what she could be i mean she's a hoop star she's a hoop star you know what somebody said they're like get her a nike gift card and apparently if you go online you can design your own nike shoes Oh yeah, 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 yeah! You can like custom make them as much as you want to. They'll, you know, it's. They'll I'm take thinking money. about doing that. And with that, once you start getting into custom made anything, it's going to get expensive. So like the idea yeah, of I getting, only got the one niece though. I'm just saying you're like I bet you you're going to get into at least like, like two hundred bucks plus. I would say. Oh God, no, no, no! Yeah, I'm not doing that. To do customs, I mean, dude, if Jordan's cost two hundred bucks, and now you're giving somebody like, hey, oh. you can decide what the tongue looks. Now like. that kid in Taiwan has to sew it together exactly the way you want it. Right? Yeah, that's definitely that's gonna taking hits fifteen to twenty five cents a day. You're right. right. Right, yeah, right. That, that's gonna cost me money. That's gonna cost. That's gonna cost me money. So I mean, sure. of, of course it's an option, but I'm just saying that's gonna be an expensive option for sure. Well, the Hatchimals. I think the problem with going that route is you're right. You, you could run into the I'm not a baby, but also I believe they're hard to find right now. I I, I think it's one of those things that you can't find. You, Stupid producers of, of goods. What what have they not know okay. Christmas is coming up? Okay, I'm glad you brought this up because you know what I'm I'm really mad at what and I'm annoyed and I wanted this now, but because of the issue that's happened this holiday season around it, I'm kind of done and I don't want it is the mini NES. I'm kind of over it. Nintendo, I know what you're doing. You're creating this hysteria over these things, so you make sure you always sell out. And the problem is is that I know you know nostalgia's big, Nintendo. Yeah. I know you know that. Yeah. You can tell by the movies that are in the movie theaters. You can tell about the shows that are being remade, which, by the way, coming up at 9 o'clock, we'll tell you two huge shows from the 70s that are about to get remade. 
right? So we know nostalgia is big. So you got to know in video games, it's not like they've lost popularity. No. They only get bigger and bigger every year. So you knew what you were doing here. You're creating this mass hysteria by only releasing, like yesterday, it was like, you can get the mini, the mini NES, but only today. Well, then then I don't want your thing. Then I don't want it. Then you know what? Then this is what you get. This is exactly why people download mods and why they download these games and won't pay you the money. Uh, well, dude, you know, you've got that uh, that jailbroken fire stick. Now all you've got to do I is... I can put games on that. All you got to do is jailbreak a Wii. You can go buy a used Wii right now for like, to... for like 20 bucks, and you can get every Nintendo game ever made, and you could play it with a Nintendo controller on your television, dude. Yeah, you uh, you uh, you, you might want to pirate it. I can actually get games on like all right. So I have a I have a jailbroken Amazon like Fire Stick, but you can you can get a jailbroken I, I believe what is called Amazon Home, and that thing has like the movies and like the shows and all this stuff. But it's got games on it too, and you just turn the the remote like sideways, and it works like an old Nintendo remote. But my buddy was like, yeah, I have one of those. He's like, I have every uh, I have every original Nintendo game ever, like just on there. Now I don't want to do that. But I'm a little annoyed with Nintendo where it's like, you know what, dude? No, screw yourself. Because it's not literally we put this thing on the market and whoops, we didn't know it was going to catch fire. It's You're one of the most popular brands and one of the most popular things surrounding the holiday every year. You knew exactly what was happening here. And you just want us all running around the country arguing with one another to create this thing so people keep saying Nintendo. So no, you're not getting my whatever it was, 60 bucks or whatever the hell it was for the mini NES. I'm not doing it. Not giving it to them. Screw you. That's what you get. There's a new trend hitting the NFL. We're going to get you clued into it next on the Sansbury Show. 106.9. Welcome back to the Sansbury Show on Rock 106.9. We have a $50 gift card for sluggers and putters. We'll pass out uh, that. We will pass that out here shortly. <laughs> 1-800-243-7625 is the number you will need for that. I'm surprised that hasn't happened more, dude. I feel like both of us with the case of senioritis, and we both got a little bit of like the... But this, this week's been all right, right? All the booze we've been drinking during the commercial break probably had something to do with it, too. All that post-show during the show. Just a little, just a little Christmas ale and blunt wraps lining the studio. I mean, that's why I'm so hungry. <laughs> All right. Uh, this was not prepared or planned. Okay. This particular break. The rest of the show was, <laughs> I promise. I, 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 I promise. But this particular. But, like, you always, like panic about, oh my God, did I send that message to the wrong person? Oh my God. Did I reply all when I only wanted to send it? Well, I didn't just send out a message to the wrong person, but I received a message just now that I don't believe was intended for me. People need to start being more careful about that, dude. I mean, you've talked about it before. What'd you do? Send a D-pic to your mom or something? I sexted my mom. Jeez. Yeah, man. And that, it was graphic, too. It was like... It was graphic. Like... She- Honestly, it's, maybe I should do it more often because she didn't talk to me for like a month. No, dude. Sexting your mom is no. That is not something you should do more often. Merry Christmas. So I don't know. This is this came from a man. 
Okay. So I don't know, like, if he was trying to type like another Dan, because it's over Facebook Messenger is how I got it. So I don't know okay. if he was like trying to like, uh, or maybe a, like a woman, you know, or Danielle or something. I don't, I don't know. Well, I, you know, you might not think this is to you, but at the same time, it might be, uh, dude. People make a very weird connection with their favorite radio personality, where it's like, dude, you're. Am gonna I keep- somebody's favorite radio personality? I'm dude, so excited to dude, hear that, dude. Stansberry's gonna care about my problems, and Stansberry's gonna and care about who I am. I Stansberry's do. gonna, you know, and and people get that in their mind, and well, I mean, that might be what. This dude's trying to hit you with right now. What's the uh, what's 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 the story here? What do we got? Going okay, on? I didn't think about that, but the way it's worded, I think you might be wrong. Okay, okay, because okay. it sounds like, and the reason why I say that is because it sounds like what I'm do, what is happening here is I'm being picked up mid conversation. Okay, and I'm not going to give you his name because I don't want to embarrass the guy. But it says the post. It, it just popped up right before we came live, uh, right back on the air. It says, "Come on now, you know it's going to bug me. Please just tell me. I can handle anything." Do I come across as a slut on my timeline? Please text me back later. Please tell me why. If I'm doing something that makes me look bad, I want to know so I can stop. Now, I find it odd. Now, people speak differently and use different words, and that's fine, mm-hmm. whatever. You, not everybody has to speak the way we do. But I, I, it's been a while since I've, since I've heard a man concerned about the fact that he may be coming across as a slut. Well, um, obviously, whoever he was trying to send this message to, he's trying to have sex with, you know, and, 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 oh. and whether that's, I don't know, I don't know if this is a gay thing or a straight thing, but it's probably one of those, like, you know, I, I, I'm sure women have said to you before, like, no, I'm not going to, I'm not going to get together. Or I'm not going out on a date with you because you're just a man whore. You're just a slut. You're oh, just God, gonna, a million times. So, I mean, so he probably got hit with that same thing of like, this dude's probably well known for sleeping around and cheating on girlfriends and stuff like that. So he, that's why he's throwing right. out, uh, no, dude, I, you should, yeah, you should totally sleep with me. You should. I'm not a slut. What am I doing that makes you think that I'm a slut? Yeah, I don't know. I, uh, dude, I just got that message. I was like, wow, I, I, well, I was made to feel uncomfortable by reading that. So I mean, what do I do here? Should I reply? Should, yeah, should, should probably, I give him the advice? Right? Be like, yeah, dude. Well, you know, quit working on your timeline. Yeah, I would, I would, I would, I would see how far this rabbit or down this rabbit hole you can go, and then kind of see what his okay. what his intentions are. Send him something back. Uh, yeah, maybe during the next commercial break, there we'll uh, we'll we'll start the pen pal situation. See what kind of trouble we can get ourselves into before the end of the program. That's what I was gonna say. So who knows what kind of content we're gonna fall on here, and who knows, right. uh, you know, dude, you obviously a uh, what do I want to say? An experienced swordsman. Maybe you can. Give him some uh, some pointers of like, dude, you can still act slutty. You just need to cover it up this way. Let me tell you, being a cavalier, as as you just had called it, uh, <laughs> dude, let me tell you, 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 you get yourself into some trouble. And I have recently, like I've uh, I've been, I have this situation where I've been, and, and I don't really want to get too far into it, but I've, uh, <laughs> but here we go. <laughs> but I've needed to kind of arms length it a little bit with uh, with a particular situation where it's like, um. These have been a lot of hints. What do you mean? <laughs> um, I just somebody's not getting the vibe that I'm not vibing with them. Uh. You know what I mean? Like they're not picking up that yo, I'm not vibing with this situation. Um, so yeah. Well, and that puts uh, you know, that's a tough place for a for anyone to take. Anyone? Dude, nobody wants to be the person who has to say that to somebody else. Nobody wants to be the person who gets told that it sucks. It just sucks. I don't care how old you get. The, you know what I mean? Those situations are like, oh, this is uncomfortable. Yeah, rejection sucks. There's no question about it. Especially when you think everything's like, oh yeah, hey, I'm hot. He likes me. Everything's well, good. Well, that's and, just yeah. it. I mean, dude, we're talking about a very attractive woman, and they so they don't get it. 
like <laughs> really attractive women because in their mind it's like every guy in the world tries to bang me what do you mean you're not interested like and so like they get like and honestly they get offended and like a way where it's like I might have to protect myself here yeah now, not this particular person but I've seen it in the past for sure ugly uh, ugly people are probably easier to break up with for sure they are they life. see it coming they know. they know it's coming they know they and- know they were dating out of their league the last three months they know it so I dude I, I, yeah you should uh you, I, I don't know why don't you just Rip the Band-Aid off, though. Just rip it. Just do it one time, real quick. I believe I'm going to do what the millennials call is ghosting. And, uh, uh, and I'll just be like, I don't even, uh, yeah, no, did we, do I know you? Are we, uh, are we friends? Uh, I don't know that. Just start ignoring the text, ignoring the messages, ignoring the Well, phone I've been calls. short in the replies. I've been sh- very short in the replies, but that doesn't seem to have, you know what, I don't want to do this. I don't, because she's really cool. She's a cool chick. It's not like I hate her or anything, so I, I don't want to make her feel bad about it or, or who she is as a person, because she's pretty great. It's just not going to be my thing. You're just fundamentally unlovable, undateable. I can't even stand to be with you. You Just your presence alone makes me angry, but I don't want to throw her through the ringer or anything. <laughs> I don't believe I said any of those things, and I believe that I'm going to have to go, go to the tape, but, and I didn't say any of those things. Okay, there's something happening in the NFL, and I believe you're going to start to see more of this. And it was actually mm-hmm. Jason Whitlock yesterday who kind of like, uh, you know, kind of was had mentioned this. I was like, yeah, you know what, you're going to see this. And Ezekiel Elliott the other night, former Ohio State running back, now with the Dallas Cowboys, who are playing fantastic. They're, I, I think, being picked now to go into the Super Bowl and face New England. I don't know how you would think it's going to be anybody else at this particular point. Have to be on the very short list of Super Bowl contenders. So after he had like scored a touchdown, there was a little bit of celebrating, and he jumped into like a huge red Salvation Army kettle that was like in the back of the end zone, right. like on the outside of the end zone. And the NFL came out and said, "You're not going to find him. We're not going to find him for this." And now, of course, that has everybody pitted against one another about celebrations in football. And there's been a dialogue this year in the NFL that they're a little, uh, you know, uptight and uh, that they don't allow celebrating. Um, I watched videos yesterday that proved that that's a false narrative. And the NFL full on uh, celebrates uh, or is behind you celebrating. They're just, they don't want it to be violent in nature and they don't want it to be sexual in nature. And when you're the biggest brand in the world, I feel like everybody involved with that brand should be like, you know what? I bet my boss isn't going to love this. And Odell Beckham Jr. and Antonio Brown have both been fined a couple of times for celebrating and they're mad at Roger Goodell for not finding Ezekiel Elliott. Now, when I saw this, I was like, they're not going to find him. It's the Salvation Army. They're going to raise a ton of money because he did this, and they have. I think it's up like 61% since he did this, the donations um, for the Salvation Army. And they've raised like a ton of money. They, I, I believe it was like an $80,000 increase in digital donations alone that they've gotten because he did this. Yeah, obviously a partner of the brand. I mean, they wouldn't have a giant red right. kettlebell down there if, if, if they weren't and closely I, linked. I can't understand why, why Antonio Brown doesn't understand that Roger Goodell is going to fine you for twerking and not for jumping in a red kettle. Like I Now, this is where you're going to hear this word a lot in these kinds of conversations on ESPN and FS1 and all these other shows. Fair, 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 fair. That's the word everybody's going to use. That's not fair. Well, of course it isn't. Of course it isn't. And the the league is an organization. You are an employee of that of that organization. They are going to have rules in said organization. And I would, as a grown up, would be like, yeah, I could see why the NFL has to protect itself from public perception and sexual in nature and violent in nature is going to make the public foam at the mouth. You jumping in a red kettlebell and drawing attention to the Salvation Army isn't. 
Yeah, if this was a, um, you know, if this was, if you would have delayed the game or something like that, that's and one thing. And there are rules for that, where right. a certain amount of time, then they, you know, they penalize you. But as far as, like, the, the content of the celebration... <sighs> Yeah, I can't. I, 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 you, you can't compare sexual and, and violent things and the Salvation Army. It, those are just two. And the rules are what the rules are. You can't retroactively be like, well, then I shouldn't have to do this. It's like, no, dude, you knew coming into this game. And if you didn't know, it's your own fault. But you knew what the rules for celebrations are. And, and if you didn't, you need to. Now, and- I've heard people say that Goodell's been kind of like he moves the line with this kind of stuff. And I think you kind of have to because every situation is going to be different. One of the things I kept hearing yesterday uh, via Colin Coward is he was like, you know what? He's like, this wasn't orchestrated. It wasn't pre-planned. It wasn't orchestrated. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't coerced. It wasn't planned. And I was like, you got to be careful about making that the rule. Where as long as you didn't pre-plan it, it's okay. Because again, that that doesn't bring the violence and the sexuality into it. You can da- you can do something sexual and not pre-plan it or not orchestrated. And like that can't be the rule. It can't be organization of it. That can't be the rule. Can't be the one and only rule. Okay, fair. Can't be the one and only. I but I but I don't know how we don't fix this situation by saying as a Blake statement, you cannot. You can celebrate, but you because remember last year, Lee had no problem with the dab. None. They were fine with the dab. Plenty of guys celebrate and don't get fined for it. Now, I heard this yesterday, so let me run this by you, because I couldn't really like circle in on how I really feel about it. They feel like Goodell should find Zeke, but it should be a low fine, and it should be undisclosed, but that way you're at least uniformed, so the rest of the league feels like you're going to treat them the way you treat perceived well Odell Beckham's a star though yeah I, I, yeah, I was gonna say I don't and I don't know how you do it discreetly and I don't know how if you if you find him less if it's just a small fine and you're giving him special treatment so I don't know if that solves any of the problems yeah I'm, I would agree that's kind of how I felt about it but again going back to Jason Whitlock here he said you know that this was absolutely planned and that Zeke knew exactly what he was doing and this this goes back to I believe a week ago two weeks ago when these guys now were wearing different cleats because of uh, you know causes that they're involved in and you know he had said yesterday and I didn't think of this he said dude these guys this is all about them this is all about expanding their brand. This is all about, look at me, I'm doing all this really good things so they get the benefit and get more endorsements and do all this stuff. And he's like, it's all a sham. And that's why we, he's like, we shouldn't let them do any of this. At that point, though, now we're getting into like, well, you're benefiting from doing something charitable, therefore you can't do it. I would I agree. Mean, we benefit from every charitable Long thing Long Haul Against do. Hunger benefits this radio show. There's no doubt about it. So I don't know if I necessarily can buy into that when it when it comes to... Well, if I'm guilty of it, how am I going to tell somebody else they can't do it? Well, and, 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 and at that point, are we cutting off our nose despite our face? Are we cutting off the concept of the NFL being charitable because they're benefiting from it? And so then, so then, so, so there's no play 60 and there's no, you know, Cleveland Browns going out and fixing, you know, playgrounds and stuff like that. And the good that you were doing is non-existent. So, I don't know. I don't know. I just, as other adults in the league, like Odell Beckham is, is going to talk about how they, they won't let him celebrate. Bro, you, you, you asked a kicking net to marry you on the sideline. It was like a complete spectacle. You weren't fine. Now, if they're... But if you're inconsistently I mean, enforcing that kid's a the rules, baby. if you're inconsistently enforcing the rules, I, I think you have an argument. I, think, I don't know if this is an I example. Don't know. When it's something like this that's fluid, how are you not going to be inconsistent? I'm not sure that there is a baseline to give us the consistency we're looking for.
as far as as far as we know, the, the 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 criteria for an NFL celebration: number one, it can't last too long. You're gonna get a penalty if you hear that, ladies. <laughs> no, you're gonna get a penalty. Can't be sexual. Can't be violent. Can't be pre pre planned. Okay. So you can't chat Ocho Cinco it and have have a marker waiting for you to sign the ball or no something props like that. is what they say. No yeah. props. Yeah. So as long as well, it is is the is, kettle's a prop. Is the kettle a prop. That's what I'm saying. Like I think you did have to find them something. I don't like the idea of it because it seems weird to punish somebody for drawing attention. And like we said, eighty thousand like increase, sixty one percent increase overall for the red kettle, which is important by the way, because right before this happened, right here in Ohio, Northeast Ohio. The donations for the Red Kettle, way down. Two million down in Northeast Ohio. Way down in Northeast Ohio. So Zeke, what Zeke did, now again, I guarantee you a lot of people that donated after that were from Ohio. They were Buckeye fans. And we're like, yeah, that's a Buckeye. That's how you play like a Buckeye. So that's good. It seems weird to punish somebody for doing something I know brought a lot of good to people. And it's not like I totally understand why the NFL goes. No, we don't want you like simulating slitting of the throat, and we don't want sexual dances. I get it because people say, "Well, you know, it's not dancing. You know, they won't let you dance." Victor Cruz dances all the time. It's not overtly sexual. Now, does it get hypocritical when we come back from commercial and we're panned all the way in on the Dallas Cowboy cheerleader? It does a little, but the difference there, from what I've been told, is is that the players are employees of the NFL and cheerleaders are not. So the league is going to choose to run their employees the way they that that's what they have to answer for their employees. Is it hypocritical when a security guard decides to masturbate in front of those cheerleaders to be oh, debated? Yeah. To be debated was already debated. Oh yeah. You know what? Maybe we'll pull and hear it again. I don't know if we need to be pulling anything, Stansberry. Dude, I don't know if we need to be pulling anything, dude. Let's pass some stuff out. Let's all not right. pull. Let's pass. Okay. All right. We got a uh, $50 gift card for sluggers and putters. We'll take caller 17 right now at 1-800-243-7625 and be right back with more show. Hang on. 1069. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show on Rock 1069. I need to look at this list here. Make it a list. Check it twice. What the hell is happening here? Oh, that's because it's this page, idiot. There it is. There it is. Oh, buddy. Yeah? TD's Tailgate Grill. Oh, nice, dude. Twisted Citrus gift nice. card up for grabs 920 this morning. It's, just a, it's, a, it's good, dude. You can go to Twisted Citrus. You can go to TD's. Maybe you go to both, dude. You go spend 25 bucks at the bar at TD's. Next morning, you wake up, you have a little bit of brunch. Oh. Smart there, huh? If you haven't been to Twisted Citrus yet... Not that TD's isn't great, but that's my favorite of his brands is the Twisted Citrus. I mean, TD's, dude, great bar, yeah, great atmosphere. Bar. There's all that stuff. There's no doubt. But, dude, the uh, the swanky breakfast foods they came up with at Twisted Citrus. Honestly, I'm starving now. I haven't eaten all day. You know what? Maybe I'll just wait till we're done and I'll just go there and get breakfast. You know what? That sounds like a good plan. It sounds like, dude, there's no way there's fancy-ass scrambled eggs. But, hell, yeah, there are fancy-ass scrambled eggs. You can get them at Twisted Citrus. Damn right. Breakfast nachos. Oh. Oh, I haven't had that. Making me sound like Rick Ross over here. Oh. I haven't had that. Delicious, dude. Yeah, I bet it is. Interesting. You know what I'm doing right now? What are you doing right now? I'm looking over uh, the appropriate Christmas-style music that we have <sighs> that we can run. Because tomorrow's our last day. Yeah. It's our last day of the year. And so I'm starting to look through this stuff. And we have, like, the Corey Taylor Christmas song. Okay. We'll probably run some of that. Okay. And you know what I'm going to do? What are you going to do? And I hate it. Okay? I hate it. But I know a lot of you don't. 
So I think you know what tomorrow we'll do. What are you gonna do? Is I think we're gonna play uh, you know some uh, Trans Siberian Orchestra. Oh! Now I'm not a fan. Oh! I don't really like it, but I know I'm in the minority. <laughs> Most of you people love it. But I, you know, I'm, I, you know, I'm not into it. But, uh, but yeah, I think we'll do that. Yeah. Because well, Christmas in Sarajevo. I don't want to get in trouble here. I really don't because I love this job. <laughs> I love where I live. I, I love Canton. I love it. Dude, this job has been great. I like who I work with. Everything's really great. And so, like, I don't want to call my boss out. <laughs> but we're the only station in this building that's not telling people it's Christmas. Kind of important. Now listen, our I- logo is red and green all year, which any good marketing person will tell you that's the worst thing you could do. But whatever. But we're not telling people it's Christmas, bro. Like we're not doing it. Now, at the end of the day, do we all know that Christmas is coming? Of course we do. We all know that. So, you know, hey, it's December 21st, right around the corner is Christmas. But it, that doesn't change the fact that you need to change your imaging. I mean, every brand on the face of the planet does it for a reason. I mean, Coca-Cola knows that you know that it's Christmas, but they still have those goddamn polar bears every year. Because it's going to make you buy the can. Because it's going to make you buy the can. So, now look, I'm not looking to drag anybody through the mud. What I was saying is, is that... Much like everything else, I feel like we got to put this on us, and tomorrow yeah. we'll handle it. The Wizards in Winter. So you're getting Christmas w- in Sarajevo. You're getting one day of Christmas-based thing. You know what? What are we doing? You're getting one day of holiday-based things. Ho ho ho! That'll be tomorrow. Every time I see those commercials on TV, Trans Siberian Orchestra, Wizards in Winter, I always think of you two. <laughs> I just always think. That's not the worst thing in the world. Think about that. <laughs> If you're not the only one that's true of every time that comes on TV, we get thought of. That's good. I like it. You know, uh, we got time for the Florida files here, do we not? Yeah, yeah why the yeah, hell not? Why dude? not? <laughs> F this clock. Who cares? Dunedin, Florida, <laughs> is where this happened, uh, and, and I'm probably not saying that right. But a man uh, will uh, a man hit and injured two pedestrians while he was driving. Uh, they were on a sidewalk. That's where the real problem comes into place. Yeah. Vincent Barone, 38, veered off the road in a Honda Civic, hit two people who were standing on the sidewalk. He then left the scene. Uh, somebody on a motorcycle saw the crash. Uh, they followed him to a convenience store, detained him, and then called 911. Florida, man. Florida just gets wild. They uh, So the cops say, listen to this. He was playing Pokemon Go behind the wheel of the car. He told him he left the scene because he panicked, uh, and he said he, he, he now faces two counts of leaving the scene in a crash involving seriously uh, a serious bodily injury. Don't flee a scene. No. If you get into an accident, anything happens, don't flee. I'm yeah. telling you right now. In the day and age of technology and cameras and people around, and see, they're going to catch you, and your reaction is worse than the crime that you've just committed. Oh, the judge is certainly going to take into consideration how you immediately reacted. I mean, I don't know. Listen, there's no excuse for playing Pokemon Go and driving, but leaving the scene shows terrible judgment. Not just like, hey, I made a mistake and I shouldn't have been doing this. It doesn't say that you were scared. It says that you don't care. That's what it's going to say to people. They're not going to be like, oh, well, yeah, I can understand why you're afraid. They're going to go, no, you wanted to get away. That you getting out of trouble was more important than making sure that those people were okay. That person was okay. That's the thing, too, is, I mean, he hit people. He didn't hit a car. Right. I mean, listen, you shouldn't hit a car and flee, but, dude, you hit 
people. Like, you have to take care of that situation that you just caused. Yeah, I would agree. And now, I'm not going to give this guy credit for anything because obviously, you know, drove away, was was making a terrible decision behind say, the wheel. Where, where's there a pat on the back on this? What? I mean, who is this nerd still playing Pokemon on December 20th? You know what I mean? Like Florida, man. I, I guess. Like, I didn't even know that was still a thing. I didn't either. P- people still out there playing the Pokemon Go. All right. Uh, I saw a tweet last night while laying in bed that that made me angry. Okay. Now, having some time to sit on it and think about it, this woman may have been right. So I would imagine we do, as we were talking about Christmas music. Do we have Baby It's Cold Outside in our catalog? Okay. Will you cue that up? And when we get back, I want to examine this song because this woman tweeted this. And like I said, at first I was like really annoyed, but she may have a point. We're going to get into that next. Hang on. Very show on Rock 1069. Welcome back to the Sansbury Show on Rock 1069, onlinewrqk.com. You see the hot chick of the day, dude? No. Yeah, go to wrqk.com. Okay. This, you don't have to make the decision. You know, a lot of guys are like, well, dude, I'm an ass man. Eh, dude, I'm all about the boobs. You don't have to be either of those dudes. You can be about all both of them. Is this a list of faith? Is this what I'm yeah. supposed to be looking at yeah. right now? Let me take a look at the list of faith. Which I'm guessing is not her birth name. No, it I'm does, guessing it does that's not feel likely. That's my Instagram model name. Holy Lord! Right? Good God! Top, middle, and in between. Everything's all good on that girl. So why do they make ugly women? Like I don't get it. <laughs> this, why do they do that? Like this is what we want. That's terrible. Man, yeah, she's sexy. Yeah. Although. It's more body than it is anything else. And I feel like a little bit of that is paid for. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like she has like one of those faces, dude, where it's like, where if I saw this on a dating app, I might be like, dude, that might be trans. So like from the neck down, I think she's sexy, but she has that. Sometimes women have that look where it's like, you might be trans. Might be trans anyway, dude. That's all fake stuff right there. There's a fake boobs for sure. There you go. Might be a fake ass. All right. Well, I'm, I'm going to shut the window down. <laughs> you don't know what other surgery she's had. Last thing I want to do is turn myself into an NFL security guard and start cranking on it while I'm on the job <laughs> and then find out the chick is trans and then, you know, hate myself. Leo tweeting in and says, Guys, it's Pokemon, not Pokemon. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up, dude. No, he's mad about it. Shut up. He's like, it's Pokemon, not Pokemon. Whatever. And plenty of actual Pokemon fans still play. It's just not everybody's mom and grandma and uncle now out there playing. As we uh, we made you aware of a guy in Florida actually mowed two people over a sidewalk because he was was playing that game. He was trying to collect them all there and then hit a few uh, pedestrians. I, I, I get it, though. Like, us nerds, whatever we're nerdy about, we don't like when people screw it up. So, Leo, I'm sorry. All right. Yeah, I'm not sorry at all, Leo. I don't care. I do I do <laughs> not care at all. doesn't care at all. Pokemon, whatever. So, I saw this tweet last night that was, uh, and I don't follow the person that tweeted it out, but it was retweeted by somebody I do follow. And it's somebody who listens to the show all the time. And she is a self-proclaimed feminist. Okay. This woman. We met her, actually. She came out to Long Haul, brought her, uh, I, I believe, her child and her mom and all this stuff out. And just because we talked about her earlier in the uh, in the program, I think it's important to note that all feminists are not Lena are Dunham. Are not Lena Dunham. Right. No. That right. is, that's important. To, that's, uh, that is. That's fair. Okay. But this, so this girl that we kind of know and have met retweeted this. And I, at first I was laying in bed, it was late, and I was, I was tired, and my initial reaction is like, oh my God, will you stop effing bitching and complaining 
oh my God, the world's so unfair and male dominated and sexist and all this stuff, right? It's like all you ever hear about is how me, I'm ruining everybody else's life because I'm white, I'm straight, I'm heterosexual, I'm a 40 year old male. I'm just ruining the planet. I'm the worst. Vote Trump. I'm the worst, right? And I'm just sick of hearing about how it's me and mine that's ruining everybody else. I am. I'm a little tired of it. So I saw this tweet and I got annoyed by it. And then I slept on it and I woke up and I heard the song this morning and I was like, well, there might be something to it. So I want to examine it. We're going to, it's new turd Tuesday. We're going to do old turd Wednesday. Here we go. Okay. And the tweet was this. The more feminist I become, the more I'm, I believe the, the term was disgusted by the song, Baby, It's Cold Outside. Oh, Dean Martin classic right here, recorded by countless others. And I was like, oh my God. Are we? But baby, it's cold outside. And so I pulled up the lyrics and I started to read it. Been hoping that you drop in. But there might be something to this. Now, the whole song is her giving him reasons why she's got to go. And then he's responding saying, well, the weather's really bad. You shouldn't go anywhere. You'll be safer in here. And that first thought and first listen or whatever, it's innocuous. And it's kind of like, oh, okay, you know what I mean? It's a little little romance building here between these two. And like I said, I wanted to get really annoyed about this tweet, but then I started thinking about it. She says, you know, the neighbors might think. And he's like, baby, it's bad out there. And she says, say, what's in this drink? And he responds, there's no cabs to be had out there. Now, when I hear him say what's in this drink, to me, I, I think you could say, well, you know what I mean? He made her a mixed drink. She doesn't know what it is, whatever. Now, Fantone and I were talking about this earlier, you know, during a break. <laughs> you kind of alluded that maybe that it may have been like a Bill Cosby date rape type con- concoction. Well, well, that seems weird to write about. Is what, right. Is but what I mean, slipping somebody a Mickey back in the day wasn't necessarily a, an unheard of thing. You know, I mean, that was uh, especially when you consider this was written in Dean Martin days. Like, and even if it was just alcohol, if you are giving somebody alcohol or drugs in an attempt to have sex with them without their consent, like it's one thing if you're doing shots at the bar and you're getting drunk and you're like, dude, yeah, no, me and this chick are going to hook up. But if this chick is saying, what is in here? And you were the one who put that in there with the intentions of having sex with her. I mean, right? I don't know. This will loosen things up. I don't know, dude. Non-consensually giving somebody alcohol in an attempt well, to have sex with her. I mean, if you hand her the glass and she drinks it knowing there's alcohol in it. But that's I think that's what she's saying is, is what's that she in this does, drink. Oh, that he gave her like an eggnog type thing not knowing. She thought maybe there might not be alcohol in it, but there is. Here, drink this. Oof. Now, here, here's another one where I thought was a little strange. I ought to say, no, 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 sir. And he says, mind if I move in closer. And she says, at least I'm going to say that I tried. And his response, what's the sense in hurting my pride? I mean, she says multiple times. And listen, I understand that, you know, sometimes there's a wall and, you, you know, a little bit of um, persistence will pay off. But I, sim- I don't know. I don't know how many times you have to hear it to be like, okay, you mean no. I simply must go, but baby, it's cold outside. The answer is no, but baby, it's cold outside. I don't know how many times you have to hear no. 
Now, mind if I move in closer. What's the sense of hurting my pride? There it is. Baby, don't hold out. Baby, it's cold. And there is something to be said, too. At what point does it become harassment? How many times does a chick have to tell you no before it becomes like an issue? Somewhere along the line, it does. Now, there's a fine line there between persistence and like harassment, but somewhere along there, and it's probably when you're three minutes deep into the song and she keeps saying, no, I have to go, I can't do this, and you start handing her drinks. Jeez, what a weird thing to say. Gosh, your lips look delicious. Oh, though. I mean, I guess if you went through my text messages, it's way worse than baby. It's cold outside. But again, that's a little back and forth. Right. She doesn't keep saying, no, stop texting me. Stop doing this. Hey, dude, you keep doing that. You're going to I mean, like, you're gonna end up on a list. I've got to get home, but baby, you'll freeze out there. Say, lend me a coat. It's up to your knees out there. Yeah, but you're just trying to get her on them in there. Right, right. And now every line of this isn't like, I mean, of course you can say, well, he said this, this, and this, and it wasn't that bad. Is this a real lyric? There's bound to be talk tomorrow. Think of my lifelong sorrow is his response. Is that real? You can't guilt people into having sex with you. You shouldn't guilt people into having sex with you. Like I said, this was one of those tweets where I read it last night where I wanted to be annoyed and be like, oh my God, women, I get it. It's so hard to be a woman. But then when I heard the song this morning on my way into work, I was like, that is a little strange. It is a little, like, forceful. Now, isn't that what we do, though? Like, isn't, like, honestly, isn't that what sex is? Is, like, women playing defense and, like, men are just trying to be the best offensive coordinator ever and trying to, you know, figure out the 3-4? Like, isn't that what we do? Like I said, there's a line somewhere between like, hey, you know, persistence and, and, and harassment. But this, I feel like, is definitely on the side of like, well, you probably shouldn't be doing that, dude. I mean, I don't know how many times a chick has to tell you no when you, you just finally have to accept that. Now, Michelle tweets in and says she's like, hey, guys, I think you're reading way too much into this. I'm not saying this is going to cause somebody to... I'm not, I'm not saying, like, yo, you hear this song, you're about to rape somebody. But, I mean, certainly there's a conversation to be had. Well, no, but the, what, what happens there, though, is is that what people say is is that by, by just letting these things play, that it feeds this this mentality that it's okay. I can agree if you're going to talk well, about I, culture. But, well, I don't know, though. I don't know if I can totally agree, though, because I've heard this song every year since I was a kid, and I don't, wouldn't do this. So well, no, I, I, but it, it, not, that it, not that it's going to, like, make it seem okay in the sense of like, hey, I'm going to do this, but it's definitely one of those things that, you know, it puts women a little bit in their quote-unquote place of like... I don't think you're wrong, but doesn't it... To me, what what it does, I'll just personally... For me, what it does is put women in their place absolutely of something to be desired and cherished. Because that's what we want. But at what point does your wishes to desire and cherish them become... A, 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 a criminal act. At what point does that become harassment? I mean, women have the right to say no at any time, right. and then that, that night changes. Now, it is a song. It is just a song. You know what I mean? And it seems weird that in the in the era of twerk, bitch, to be like, dude, Dean Martin was wrong. Like, it seems crazy to kind of do that. Like, I, I have to admit. And for the kind of stuff that's in rock songs that we play... Yo, you're crazy, bitch, but you F me so good, I'll put up with it. I mean, it's all consensual there. I'm just saying there's definitely a way where like that's 
putting women deep in their place, too. Where it's like, you're a sex object, and that's it. If you decide to be a sex object, that's fine. If I pressure you into being a sex object, that's not. No, 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 no. You're misunderstanding what I'm saying. Is that the same people who say that allowing music like Baby It's Cold Outside to be heard, that it feeds that mentality, so is Crazy Bitch. Crazy Bitch is going to feed that same mentality. Absolutely it will. And if we're going to do one, we got to do them all. And that's why I feel like I get her point in this tweet, but I feel like you got to pick a different battle. I'm not sure this is the right battle. Baby, it's cold outside. Why, dude? A grown man just tweeted me and just said hi. 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 I I don't know what that's all about. I'll figure that out. Baby, it's cold outside. Okay. Now I'm being told this. Now I don't know if this is true or not. But Steven tweets in and says Zoe Deschanel does a version of this song where she does the roles reversed. Do we have the same conversation? If at any point you are pressuring someone into sex, I don't think that's necessarily appropriate. I'm not saying take the song. I'm not saying like, dude, no, no, I know you're not. Banned. No, but I mean, it, I think the point's to be made for sure. Hmm. I turn the song on my own anime. I'm like, yeah, dude, nah, not my song. Turn it. See, this is one of those Christmas songs I can tolerate. Like when I hear it. But again, I never sat there and listened to it and thought, I mean, he's telling me to sexually assault somebody. I've never done that. What is it today? 21st. Oh, it's TD's Tailgate Grill. Gift card you're getting next. Hang on. The Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9. We have a gift card for TD's Tailgate Grill. Also, Twisted Citrus, you can use it at either one. It's good for 50 bucks. We'll pass that out here shortly. 1-800-243-7625, the number you'll need. I'm actually looking through my wallet right now to see if I I, I think I have a TD's card myself, and I want to use it at Twisted Citrus after the show. I'm starving. Oh, look at that. There it is. Yes. Gonna go get some decent breakfast when I'm done. Thank yeah, God. you totally should, dude. Breakfast nachos on the menu. I haven't had those. Maybe I will get that. It sounds delicious. So we'll pass out that gift card here shortly. Um, you hear this a lot. Well, you can never do that on TV now. People are way too PC now. You can never do it. And people always point to shows in the past. We can't do that anymore. American public would freak out. People are pussies. They'll freak out. Can't do that on television anymore. Well, it turns out you can. As uh, we're in the early stages, they admit, but it's looking like they're going to do this. And it makes all sense in the world because people's love for nostalgia has no end. And uh, these were great shows. But they're in the very early stages of rebooting All in the Family, The Jeffersons, and Good Times. Now, what they're planning on doing is to have new actors recreate classic episodes of the shows and they're going to work from original scripts. Now, I would imagine there's going to be some updating to make them relevant for the times, but they will then package them as short six-episode anthologies, not necessarily like, here comes six more seasons of All in the Family. But they say there's some talk about doing some of the original shows, redoing them with today's stars, Norman Lear said. There's a possibility we'll do All in the Family, Maud, The Jeffersons, and Good Times. They've also talked about One Day at a Time. And, uh, oh, I'm sorry. There is a new One Day at a Time coming to Netflix. And it reimagines the sitcom 
about a single mother raising two children, which I don't think that that's all that uncommon anymore on TV to show single moms. No. So that doesn't feel like we're one day at a time. That was kind of a, like a groundbreaking thing for when it was happening. But you always hear about this, right? Oh, you can never do all in the family now because of the scripts and because of the thing. And well, we're about to find out. Now, the casting is where it gets interesting for me. Like, who plays Archie Bunker? Like, who would do that well? Yeah, it's a tough, that's a tough go. Especially once you think about how revered that character is to, like, that type of guy. You put somebody else in that role. I don't know if it's going to, if it's going to turn out all that well. And obviously, it's going to have to be somebody a little older, a little bit more well established, who my mind goes to automatically is Tim Allen. Oh, I mean, he's got that show on ABC that's kind of doing well now right now, but wow, I would have never thought of him. He's but it's not too. it's not great. Oh, dude, his show Last Man Standing is very, yes, very uh, steeped in right wing policy. Very steeped in that. Maybe, um, maybe Craig T. Nelson. Ooh, coach, for those of you that don't know who Craig T. Nelson is. Was the old man on Parenthood recently? Okay, I don't hate either one of those. I don't think it'll be Tim Allen, but it, but I don't hate the idea. What about uh, Al Bundy uh, from Modern Family? Uh, Ed Neal? Ed, Ed, Ed O'Neill. Ed O'Neill, yeah. Good pick. Solid pick. Trustworthy uh, in the sense that I think the audience will come to Ed O'Neill and uh, want to see it. Who plays Meathead? Oh, those are a million of those. I mean, you'd almost want an unknown there, right? I think you're going to need a top-tier name to get... Although, would you? Oh, yeah. Dude. Although a non-top-tier name won't be able to carry it. Yeah, They'll yeah. get swallowed by the role. Uh, you know, I mean, it's they, they redid MacGyver with some dude that nobody ever knew about. Yeah, and I watched one episode of it, and it's not good. It's still on TV, though. You know what I'm saying? It's just one of those things. I don't know where that line is of what people feel is good and is not good anymore. Well, we'll wait to see what happens with MacGyver. I mean, if you last three, four years, then yeah, you were on to something. It might get canceled. We don't know. Um, I've talked about this, where I actually kind of like the reboot of Lethal Weapon, that TV show. It's not. I mean, it's a buddy cop show on a network, so it's not great. But it's good enough for one of those. You're right with, uh, you know, all in the family in particular. Everyone always says, ah, you can never do a song or uh, a show again like that. It's funny, as I play this theme song, it has the lyrics to it, too. And the things that Archie was bitching about are the exact same things that people are bitching about Give me today. an example. Give me an example. I'll pull it back to the beginning. We'll go from the top. Yeah. Boy, the way Glenn Miller played, all right, songs that made the hip parade, music's not as good as today as Very it used common to be. theme. Anybody older says, oh, my God, it's just noise. Guys like us, we had it made. Those were the days. Heterosexual white males used to be better for us. And you knew who you were then. Girls were girls, men were men. These trannies weren't trying to use our bathrooms. No, it was, dude, it was, that was more about guys having, being the long hairs. Well, none is the, what that was. nonetheless, yes, it's a further conversation. We've moved on, but it really hasn't changed anything at all. And, dude, and then he talks about Herbert Hoover, which I guess, I, you know, I don't want to go into, like, hey, history lessons, but, dude, Herbert Hoover was a terrible president. Terrible president. Didn't need no welfare state. Everybody pulled his weight. All oh, these bums. These bums. Our old LaSalle ran great cars better back then than they are today. Nothing changes, dude. It's all the same. No, nothing changes. Dude, the world's been going to hell in a handbasket for old people since the beginning of time. Literally, it was... 
Adam was looking at Eve. Can you, can you believe what's happening to this place? Jeez, really let this. I'm just, just slacking nowadays. They better get this right. They better get this right. This is, I mean, this is going to be a huge splash. I don't think MacGyver's a splash being back on TV. All in the family coming back to Jefferson's coming back will be a splash. It'll be all eyes on that. And if you swing and miss, it's going to be bad. I don't think so, dude. I think it comes out. Nobody really cares. I, I, I think there's too many. There's too many things we've already been hit over the head with a thousand times. I don't think this makes necessarily a huge like. Oh, like, I, I disagree. I, I think this is one of those shows that people. I mean, dude, even still, like if you did a list of the best TV shows ever, it would still be on that list no matter how long it's been gone. And even younger people would vote for it who have seen it. It's one of those things people hold that dear. I don't totally get it. I liked All in the Family, but and I liked watching the reruns as a kid, and it's funny for sure. Oh, dude, our uh, dude, our audience figured out the best Archie ever. Who's that? Michael Chiklis. I would be good. He He'd would be, be great good. at that role. It'd be great at that role. He would be good. That's a really good pick. Who's going to be Herman Hemsley in the Jeffersons? I mean, I guess maybe Jamie Foxx would be good. Would be good. Like got a Wayne's brother or something. Bring him on in here. Kevin Hart, what's he busy? Come on, dude. There's a funny black guy. We can find those dudes. They're out there. Are black people funny? Yeah, they're all right. They've been known to make them laugh every now and then. They can sing, dance, and jump, too. Come on, now. All right, let's pass out this gift card for TDs. Let's get out while the getting's good, Stansberry. $50 gift card for TDs and Twisted Citrus. Uh, call 1-800-243-7625. We'll take caller 20 now on that. Be right back. Hang on. 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9. Online for UWRUK.com. Still a few shopping days before the holiday here. And Cam Soda, which is like a porn company, but they're also like a product company. Like they sell products. Like products such as? Well, they sell, you know, all kind of like sex toys and that okay, kind of stuff, okay, but they're okay, also in okay. like the real product world too. Like they'll... Um, like making like Tupperware, like making like <laughs> making like things no, that I buy. Like, you know, like there's a clothing line for Cam Soda. Like okay. there's a, there's a lot of other stuff. So oh. a lot, you know, you can get pulled into their their business multiple ways there. But they're releasing a product at the Adult Entertainment Expo. Now this isn't until next month, but maybe you just tell your partner like, look, you're getting your gift, but not gonna be for a little while. In Las Vegas, uh, they're going to release their Hollow Cam. And okay. it is a device that will project live cam models on a giant four-foot display for you. Uh. And this is 3D holographic images. And the pyramid displays can supposedly be purchased online for $1.50, uh, depending on the size of the screen you're looking for. So what they do is they get like these these live cam models and they'll be like in front of a green screen. And they say here we're thrilled to announce the launch of Holocam which allows users to interact with cam girls in an immersive experience like never before. That was the uh, that was the president of Cam Soda. This is a huge milestone not only for us but the industry at large and we're excited to be the uh, you know leading the charge for it they say. And they will charge uh, both for weekly interactive shows where you can text or voice your request to the cam girl uh, and private shows with the model of your choosing. They will be launching pretty soon here. And although the usual rates will apply, the weekly shows will be free for the first month of this. 
Um, there's a video here. We're going to get it linked to WRQK.com so you can get a better uh, you know understanding of what it is we're talking about. But now I don't understand the live cam girl thing. Now you know people have different fetishes and they're into different things sexually. I'm not judging. I'm just that doesn't like typing back and forth with like a girl doing slutty things like in front like I, that's not enough for me to pay per minute like I know a lot of these things are and like dude I actually know a kid and, and I do like I know a guy that had to like drop out of college because like he wasn't going to class he was spending all his time like looking at online cam Jeez. models and like he blew all his money and he now is like living on another one of my buddy's couches like dude it got like to be problematic I, I think it's the personal connection there and in, in, in you know obviously in my opinion it's not that personal of a connection, but no. the fact of, you know, you, you watch a pornographical video and there is no connection. There is nothing. But okay. at least when you have, like, you're telling, you know, hey, Trina, put this here and do this and do that. And, you know, at least there's some. I understand that. We're, what would take me out of it is. You then are watching this. I assume I don't watch a lot of like live cam model thing. That's not that's not like the kind of like right. erotic entertainment I go to when I'm online. But wouldn't then her responding back to the other three thousand dudes that are typing into her take you out of that moment? Um, yeah, but unless you're paying her to do a personal thing, you know ah, what I mean. And that's those that, private shows. And, okay. and, and, and if you are doing like a public that would one, make me feel creepy too. If, if you're doing like a group one, I mean, you know, it's it, it's just all wears it on your priority list. And at least there's some sort of like, hey, this is a live person that's that's doing this, as opposed to the impersonal feel of just like a porn star. See, now I, when when I first saw this, I thought what they were what this was going to be was just a 3D hologram projector for me to just, you know, project porn onto a large surface. Because think about that. I mean, if you could turn your living room wall into a huge porn movie theater, that'd be kind of awesome. Well, yeah, but I mean, once you start getting into holograms, harder to shut down when your girlfriend comes home. No, you know what I mean? Like, oh my God. The hologram pornography, it's only a matter of time. Very surprised. I'm surprised it already hasn't already happened. I mean, it was years ago when they had that hologram Tupac, and uh, I mean, I would assume that he's going to be playing at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, something like that, right? Oh, they're definitely, they would have to do that. The fact that holograms in general aren't more of a thing right now, it really does boggle my mind. It really makes me like, well, why not? Like, the technology is there. Hologram Tupac looked awesome, and that was five years ago. I don't see why they don't have hologram Jimi Hendrix. I don't see why they don't have hologram Kurt Cobain. I don't see why rich people don't have holog- hologram grandpa, you know, reading the night the night before Christmas. You know what I mean? Like, that just seems like such a money-making opportunity. I can't believe more people haven't cashed in on that. Pornographers especially. Those people are always the first in, in, in the board, on the board, you know? Yeah, no, as porn goes, as technology goes. Right. I, I mean, mean, you can go all the way back to VHS and Betamax. And look at the internet. I mean, yeah. without without the heavy consumption of pornography on the internet, who knows if it would be the the thing that it is today? Yeah, I just I, I just don't get into the cam model thing. It's just it's just not for me. It's it, it's um not that like I don't, I don't have a real strong argument here, but like um not that porn's any less like depressing, but paying a woman directly to be nice to me. Well, I guess, I mean, that's strippers, right? Yeah, I mean, it, it, totally. 
And I think there's a little something too about the fact I'm that I'm not wild about that anymore either, though. The fact that women that these women aren't uh, celebrities, and I'm not saying porn stars are celebrities, but they're not stars. It's like, oh, hey, this is my cam girl. Well, that porn stars I know are recognizable about. at least, yeah. right? Right. I mean, this is my cam girl. I know about. It's not every dude on Pornhub's J and O or like Jaden James. We're like, I'm paying this chick. I'm paying this. You know, it's a connection there. It's some sort of a a, a, a bridge between the two. I'm not judging. Okay, I'm not. I'm into plenty of weird things sexually. But it seems sad to me. Okay, it's not the fact that you do it. It would seem sad for me to do it. Yeah, but I mean, like, it doesn't, at that point, though, doesn't, isn't just watching regular pornography a little sad? Yeah, like I said, I don't have the best argument. <laughs> it's not real strong, but like, I, uh, I, you know, it's, uh, now, would I want a 3D hologram porn projector for my house? You're damn right I would. I would absolutely want that. You got to be careful, though. You know, people can see through your windows. Next thing you know, you're affecting other people's kids and all the kind of stuff. You got to be careful with that kind of stuff. So, a cavalier has just got an incredible honor. And um, it's a huge record. I don't know if record's the right word. It's a huge acknowledgement. And it belongs to a Cavalier. And it's not LeBron James. We'll give you that story next on the Stansbury Show. Hey guys, you got Stansbury here for High Voltage Indoor Karting. You can find them in Medina. They're just minutes from the square located in the old foundry building, or you can find them online at highvoltagekarting.com. That's highvoltagekartingwithak.com. High Voltage is Ohio's first, fastest, and longest indoor electric go-karting track in the state of Ohio. They have the best carts in the business. You're hitting speeds of around 50 miles per hour. And with the family looking to come into town for the holiday season, take them to do something a little bit different and a lot of fun. Check out more info at highvoltagecarting.com. 106.9. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show. Mark 106.9. Nearing the end of the program for the day and the week, we only got the one more show tomorrow. We're live, and then uh, that's it until the 3rd of January. We're out for a little while. Nice. Uh, taking some not-so-well-deserved vacation time. But it'll be nice to get away uh, and not be on. And I know I won't be able to stay away totally, but it'll be nice not to have to rely on the social networking for a little while. It's just that stuff is just so goddamn depressing. It's just the worst. You know, it's just all it is is just all it's turned into now. Facebook, at least, is like it's become what. MySpace was, which was an online version of the magnet rack at Spencer's, where it's all these just these fake ass sayings of people propping themselves up. You know, like women with their fake intelligence after a dude breaks their heart. If you were that smart, you would have seen them coming. And you know, and the the new years and the new me's and the Jesus, it's just like enough. I just, I just, I can't take it. A Cavalier has been honored. And this is a hell of a an award. It's not really an award because you didn't receive anything for it, but it is, this is a hell of a thing for... This is a hell of an accomplishment by an NBA player. It was a Cavalier, and it was not LeBron James. Now, we here in the area have known about Kyrie Irving. Right, I feel like Kyrie kind of stepped out last year, and people he became like a household NBA name via the NBA Finals, which is really amazing because he started that Finals out as an all-time worst performance ever, and then rounded it out. Like the first two games of the NBA Finals, you can go look at the numbers: all-time lows, all-time, 
And it was like, oh my God, where's Kyrie gone? But then he came back around. And that whole series came back around. And we know he hit the final shot, Game 7 of the NBA Finals, last June. Okay, That ended the city area's 52-year championship drought. So then yesterday, the Wall Street Journal named Kyrie Irving's Game 7 three-point shot the biggest shot Not in NBA Finals history, but in NBA history. The biggest shot in NBA history belongs to Kyrie Irving. Is that the biggest shot in NBA history? Now, you're a huge Cavalier fan. I know you're a Kyrie fan. I know you love having the championship. But is And I'm just asking. I'm not saying it's not. I'm just asking. Do you, in your estimation... Is that the biggest shot in NBA history? I mean, I can certainly see it making the list of of the short or the short the ones you got to talk of, about of discussions. I mean, let's be real; it was a game seven moment on the road. Obviously, a a, a drought was ended because of it. There's a um, lot that goes into it being a big legendary shot. I will lot, agree. A lot of circumstance goes into it, and, and and like you said, I mean, that really was a coming out party for Kyrie Irving. It really was. Um, but can I definitively say that was the greatest shot in NBA history? No, dude. Come on now. What, I mean, what was considered to be was and maybe there wasn't one. What was considered to be the biggest shot before that one? I mean, the shot is obviously over Craig Elo, right? But the thing with that is, is that didn't win a championship. No, so it didn't. It's, it's, it's hard to call it the biggest shot in NBA history because of that. I mean, dude, but you really are being a slave to the moment in that part. If you're going to say the the last shot of the last game of last year's season is the biggest of NBA history. I mean, dude, obviously, you know, Jordan in those 98, 90, you know, 97, 98 era had had a ton of big things. Magic Johnson had a ton of big shots in his career. I, I, I would imagine Bird probably hit some big time shots, right? Well, I mean, even if you're getting away from just saying, hey, this, the all-stars or the superstars or who's going to have this, I mean, dude, Derek Fisher, and I've got a list of 10, the 10 biggest NBA shots of all time. Okay, all right. Der- Derek Fisher in the 2004 Western Conference semifinals when, when he was playing for the Lakers had I remember a huge that. shot. It was .4 seconds left. Um, obviously, Reggie Miller uh, scoring oh, what was God. It? Yeah. nine points in, in eight minutes or, or in eight seconds, I'm sorry. Eight points in nine seconds, I'm There's sorry. There's got to be a Kobe shot on this list somewhere, right? Yeah. I would imagine. And now, at the end of the day, dude, sports, this is what sports is for. For us all to sit to around have conversations. and, eh, right. dude, it was Kyrie. No, it was Reggie Miller. And, and and it's going to make a difference who you are, how old you are, and what your favorite team is. Because I'm sure that, you know, Jerry West probably had some shot for the Celtics back in the day that was just like, oh, no, that's that's what it is. Right. But this is why we have it. And, I, dude, do I think that, that Kyrie's shot was the definitive greatest shot of NBA history? No, but it could be. You can make the argument, so that's good enough for me. It might be the greatest shot of my lifetime. I don't know about NBA history, but maybe of my lifetime. Greatest shot for me as a Cavalier? As a Cavalier Sh- fan? As a fan? Biggest sure. shot of, of for me as a Cavalier fan. I just don't know if I can say that, like, well, dude, that's definitively bigger than than what Jordan was able to do, or that was definitely bigger than what, you know, Reggie Miller was It expanded his brand. I mean, it, it turned him into a household name. It, uh, I'm sure more money had come through, the, you know, other things via endorsements and that kind of thing from hitting that shot. It was huge for Kyrie Irving. But I'm and huge, obviously, for the fan base and the Cavaliers. I'm just not sure it was like the biggest shot uh, in NBA history. Ed, did I hear right? To the, you know, keeping with the Cavaliers here, is that Tristan and Chloe? There, that may be that may be a thing again. Like the Tristan and Chloe may was, be running around. It was never off. Like that whole like oh they broke they never broke up they never broke up they they've been oh. together this entire time. 
Oh, I was hearing on TMZ that in TMZ Sports at like 2 a.m. the one night that she was actually seen with another NBA player not that long ago. As far as I know, you know, they've never been uh, been apart from each other. They've oh, never... I had, I mean, remember we we did the story. It was news. Like he had broken up with her because the teammates were were harassing him about. That's it. what people were saying. None of it true. I mean, it was just a it was an untrue story. Oh, Tristan Thompson there. And dude is having a knockout year, so everyone can kind of stop that the dialogue of, well, he can't do his job if he's banging a Kardashian. He's doing an awesome job. Uh, there right was now. enough reason to worry about it. Not that it was a guarantee, but there we had seen, I mean, dude, the, do toxic people do toxic things. And it seems like guys who get up next to those Kardashian girls, things don't end well. Now, Tristan may buck that trend, and I hope he does. That'd be great. That'd be fantastic. But we've seen other dudes get next to that whole Kardashian machine, and they can't stand next to it, and they can't handle it. And uh, and that's not a knock on them. It would be tough to stand next to those girls. It would be tough to be in that that media storm that comes with them. It would be hard, even for a celebrity. It would be hard because Tristan Thompson is a, is an NBA celebrity. Most people in America could care less about Tristan. They wouldn't even know him if they saw him. They'd be like, "Wow, dude, large and black. I bet he plays basketball." That would be about how the average American thinks of Tristan Thompson. She's way bigger than he is in that realm. So, like, I I understand people not being able to do that, but you know, if he can, then whatever. Yeah, I mean, he is. He's having a pretty good year. So, you know. I'll, I'll take it out of Tristan Thompson as a as a guy who wants him on the team. We are done for the day. We'll be back at it live tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. on Rock 106.9 for our last day of the week. See you.